Well, hello and good morning, everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of Breakfast with Boom. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL, and we have a stacked panel. We actually have a, a surprise guest that wasn't originally on the docket and is here to, you know, do what he does best, and that's act crazy and drop incredible knowledge. But before we get into his intro, I, I have to do um, a, a big shout out to Jay Lambert of, of Twitter. Uh, he did something last night for me that uh, it doesn't happen very often, and it's because I don't ask for it. I certainly uh, feel, you know, I, Mrs. Boomsk and I are more givers than we are uh, takers. Well, he surprised me with a copy of Elden Ring, which I am playing. It is kicking my ass, yes, and we're going to get into that on the back end of it because, man, it, it is very much a Souls game. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm figuring it out. But uh, Jay Lambert, the brother, thank you. I know you're listening. Thank you so much for the generosity. Uh, that is extremely kind of you. Yeah, he, 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 he sent me uh, uh, through DM a copy of Elden Ring, which I'm actually quite enjoying, even though I'm getting my teeth kicked in. But thank you, brother. Definitely appreciate that. But let's get into the intros, folks. Uh, but you know what? Even before then, let's break down the show for you. Uh, we got already 50 people here. Uh, and, you know, kind of wait for people to file in on this uh, cold and bitter and icy morning here in New Rochelle, New York. Uh, we're going to be breaking down the uh, leaked information from our very good friend Jeffy Grub Grub of VentureBeat yesterday while he was doing the uh, Grub Snacks show that he does for Giant Bomb. He dropped a lot of big information, one of which uh, we did uh, an emergency podcast because he dropped the information that um, Fallout New Vegas 2 uh, right now is the conversation is being had at Microsoft for Obsidian to reprise their role as developer. And I think that is huge. But that wasn't the only news that Jeff Grubb dropped. As a matter of fact, he dropped some big information regarding PlayStation's Game Pass uh, answer, I guess, if you can call it, uh, Spartacus. And uh, we're going to be breaking it down, folks. I'm here to tell you it's hot garbage. Um, it is, in fact, I would dare even say that it's recycled garbage that Sony is trying to make new and sell you again. Uh, but we're going to break down why I feel that way and why you shouldn't be fooled by these pricings. And as a matter of fact, secretly and uh, almost in the most nefarious way possible, they just now doubled PlayStation Plus from $60 to $120 per month. And I'm going to break that down, how that is. I know people are challenging me, saying that, no, you can still get the $60 cards, but can you? Uh, and I don't think that's going to be the case. I think they're going to drop it down to like $100 for the year, which still raises it $40 from $60. And uh, I don't know about you folks. I never paid that. I always went to cdkeys.com and got my year of PlayStation Plus for $33. Uh, so this is going to be something that I'm going to not support. Uh, I don't think you should support it either. And uh, one of the other things that's egregious that no one ever talks about is how Sony locks cloud saves behind this paywall when Microsoft lets you save everywhere for the price of free. Uh, so again, more shenanigans from SIE. And uh, I'm not going to stand for it. I'm going to talk about it in the most proper way possible, but I am going to give them the business. But before we get we get into that, uh, the second half of the show, folks, we're going to be talking about Elden Ring. Uh, right now, it's sitting with 40-plus perfect scores. That's right. It got 40-plus tens. 
uh, which is, uh, I think it's a record for uh, uh, Metacritic. I'm playing it. I'm quite enjoying it. It is hard AF. Let me just tell you that. And it, there's no hold. There's no hand holding in this game. It will kick you in the teeth. It has done to me. And uh, listen, I had to go at 1.14 in the morning to YouTube to ask, and I said it right on the thing, how do you summon your horse in Elden Ring? That is how freaking difficult this game is. They tell you, but they don't tell you. So let's get into the the uh, the uh, the, um, the introductions, and then we're gonna get right into the show. We got already hundred people here. Thank you so much. If you're new, consider subscribing to Double Barrel Gaming, and of course, if you already are subscribed, don't hesitate and hit that like button. I'm gonna start first with Wilmy Hood making his triumphant return. Wilmy, it's great to have you here, brother. How the heck are you? Well. All things considered last week, I'm doing pretty damn good, Boomin. I'm glad to be back, man. Um, yeah, I'm glad to be anywhere right now, pretty much, because last week was not looking good for my happy little ass. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I'm glad to be here. And I know it's been forever, man, since I've actually been able to make a show with you in the mornings. Yeah. Because we all know I've got the most brutal work schedule on the planet. Uh, I try to game in between my 16 hours worth of working every day. But luckily, there is a silver lining. Um, yeah. you know, being an older OG gamer like we are, even though uh, I'm not going to admit that King David's older than all of us, and luckily he's not here to yell at me over that from on the panel. <laughs> um, you know, my family came, stepped in, and looked at me uh, Tuesday and goes, you know what, Dad? You're going to take a break. Yeah, good, so good stuff. Luckily, I'm, I've actually got a little more free time right now, at least for another six weeks. So wow. I am ready. I played Elden Ring, and holy shit. Uh, I've never been a Souls guy, but this game, there's just something, I don't know, man, there's just something about it that's kind of, kind of got its hooks into me. Well, that's good That's good to hear. I th it's, it's happening with a lot of people. I'm going to continue to power through it. I will eventually, I'm going to try and play it like I played Neo, and Neo I put 50 plus hours into, got to the last boss, could not beat the last boss, but uh, really enjoyed Neo. D not a Dark Souls guy at all. Uh, I didn't. Uh, I thought Sekiro was great, just never put the time in to learn <laughs> that game. So I'm going to definitely put the effort into here. But Crazy Lou Gaming, brother, you are the wild card of today. We didn't expect you to be here, but here you are. Welcome to the program, brother. Oh, man. First off, let me say hello to the panel because I hopped in. You guys were in the middle of conversation. Hello, guys. <laughs> what's up? What's, what's up? going on? <laughs> Hi, Thank my name is Crazy Bomb. How are you? <laughs> Hi, my name is Crazy Louie. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> but hey boom thank you for having me on the show really really surprised surprised to be here with you guys and hang out and yes i would like to hear more on the subject that, that you were talking about of the uh spartacus um, thing really i want to hear about it and get to hear your experiences on on, on elden ring i'm gonna have so much fun yeah i haven't i haven't played it yet all i've done is just sit down sit back and watch everybody play it first and just hear them complain i'm enjoying this <laughs> honestly that might not be the be the the worst way to experience it simply because oh, no, no, no. There, there is no direction in the game if the game does not hold no. your hand it literally is an open mm -hmm. palette and says hey go everywhere and i've come across people and creatures that are five times my size and I'm running mm -hmm. for dear life, and you're not getting away. So uh, you know, it's it's one of those games. It's a lot of trial and error. Uh, it's a lot of a lot was, of error. Oh, oh, error out yeah. the out the yin yang Tons for sure. Error, yeah. 
Uh, but uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's welcome in Fuzzy Belvedere. Fuzzy, thank you so much. I know that you are going to have a lot to say. We were actually <laughs> almost having a podcast of sorts before the show actually started regarding um, Project Spartacus or whatever you want to <laughs> call it. It, it is. Uh, it is something that we both have heavy opinions on. I cannot mm-hmm. wait for the uh, for the chat to hear yours. And obviously, <laughs> Chad, I want you to give us your opinion on what we're saying. Obviously, if someone if disagrees, let's just keep it civil because, you know, when it comes to this PlayStation stuff, there's a, pe- a lot of people getting their feelings. And, you know, we don't want to, we don't, you know, we don't want fighting. We don't want, you know, we want people to come in and enjoy the conversation. But uh, how are you feeling, brother? I'm doing pretty good. Glad to be here. Glad we got Wilmy and Crazy Louie. So, yeah, this is going to be an awesome show. Crispy Bomb, uh, Dreadpool, Boom. Yeah, this is this is going to be fun. I, yeah. I can't wait to get into it. But, man, oh, man, Elden Ring, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna hold off for a little bit. Not much of a Dark Souls guy. What? I, it, it, I, I will wind up breaking no controller before I get too far into <laughs> it. I don't, I don't need to break any more controllers. So... <laughs> But, I'm um, gonna get you to yeah. now, Fuzzy, just to be mean. <laughs> no, but uh, man, oh man, I've been playing. Was it Horizon and, and uh, King of Fighters 15? And nice. Trying to get back to Dying Light because I, I want to stick to at least one game and kind of finish it before yeah. we get uh, you know hit with the backlog of more games later this year. But man, oh man, just so many games, so much to have fun with, and man. Let's get into it. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Crispy bomb. Welcome back, brother. I know that you have been on the socials, you know, trying to uh, give your opinion in a fair way, uh, and a lot of people are challenging on it. And you know, there are people defending this pricing structure, which we're going to break down momentarily. I, I think that it's ideally wrong on every level. I think pe- uh, what Sony is trying to do is sell us old stuff as new. And uh, I know you have a lot to say. Welcome, brother. Oh, good morning. What's up, everybody? I got my coffee and. Oh man, uh, yeah, it's it's, it's a it's a France route haters, yeah. Um, it's it's <laughs> definitely interesting the conversations going on right now, and and even Elden Ring is kind of getting a little little wild on on opinions, and I have an opinion that some people just don't like, but I don't know. I see a great game there, but I I I don't see. I don't see me trying to play that game as well. So you wouldn't be wrong. Um, I, you know, this is one of those situations. And I know yesterday I had a chance to sit down with Jez Corden of Windows Central. And one of the big conversations was should a game like Elden Ring have a story mode where it tells the story of, the, of, of what's going on in the world, uh, holds the player's hand a little bit, you know, kind of give you direction. Uh, you know, obviously, it you know it tones down. I mean, it, there's there's a way to tone down the uh, the bosses or even the, the encounters to beginner levels and not you know you know ruin the game for someone who is a Souls veteran. Um, that that's 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 uh, that conversation is has been raging for many many years, many many iterations. We saw it with Sekiro, we saw it with Dark Souls remastered, we saw it with Dark Souls three. We're seeing it again with, of course, um, you know, you know, Elden Ring, and uh, I, you know, th- there really isn't a wrong answer, folks. To be honest with you, I, I think that uh, this game is going to sell. I, I think you're probably going to have maybe less than 10% of the populace finish the game because of its difficulty. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, I, I like I said, I, I, I get that, you know, you don't want to take away from the artist's uh, way he wants, he or she wants to tell the story, but there, there does come a point where 
I think that you box yourself out of potential sales when a game is so hard that even some of the hardcore folks are having trouble with it. If you just added a story mode uh, and, and, and allowed it to be more accessible, the sales on this thing would be through the roof. They, 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 the sales could potentially be Breath of the Wild level if it was accessible. And unfortunately, it's not. Now, I'm going to stick with it because I really want to find I, I, I want to find my footing in the Souls universe. I don't know if that is going to happen, but we only time is going to tell. But let's bring in Mr. Dreadpool. Brett, Dread, I know you're going to have a lot to say on this topic, specifically on the PlayStation aspect. I think it's uh, uh, anyone that defends it. I, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm saying that there. You, I, I want you know. Look, I have a lot to do. I do four live shows. I handle a whole household while my wife still works. I can't go and pull receipts from all of these knuckleheads. Uh, we were talking about that privately, uh, me and Fuzzy. But if I did, the receipts that I would pull will embarrass people because some of the same people that gave Microsoft such crap for Game Pass are now here defending this nonsense known as the PlayStation Spartacus. And I, I, again, I wish I had time for receipts because I would really make people feel embarrassed. But welcome to the program, brother. Yes. Good morning, everyone. I have, right, we got to do this again. Mm -hmm. My breakfast right now consists of some cheese slices. It's the Colby uh, Monterey Jack style. Nice. Excellent. And I actually opened up a bottle, which... Come to find out, I don't know what happened to all my bottle openers, but uh, I just found out this morning I don't have a bottle opener, but I've got a a bottle of John Wayne root beer that uh, when I went with uh, clowns to, for uh, Breaking Bread with Dried, we ended up walking around the, the mall, and there's this place there that sells a whole bunch of different things, and um, it's like it's kind of like a Cracker Barrel in sorts, but no. only, only more of uh, more modern stuff, you know, so they got the the bubblegum cigarettes, they got, uh, like I said, a whole bunch of different kind of sodas and stuff. So That's I cool. decided to crack a John Wayne open. How's that nice. sound? Well, we love John Wayne, and I'm sure our root beer is going to be very tasty this early in the morning. Right? But And then watching your gameplay, John, it's it's fitting right in place. Yeah, yes, absolutely, yeah, especially if you're an old Western kind of a guy, because uh, I, I guess you can think of the Doom guy liking maybe an old school Western kind of a dude. I, 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 would, I would agree with that, but listen, <laughs> folks. Let's rip the Band-Aid off and get right into the nitty-gritty, so to speak. Let's Folks, uh, I'm going to throw up the infographics uh, that for the uh, – and you, we're going to cover our faces, unfortunately. But here you go. We're going to come back to – oh, you know what? Uh, Fuzzy, take it away. I, I, I got to answer this call. Okay. All right. So as far as with the, uh, the PlayStation Plus <clears throat> or the PlayStation Plus replacement slash you know, Game Pass competitor – you got three different tiers. You're going to start with the Whoa. essential tier, which is going to be $9.99 a month. Seems seems reasonable. You get PlayStation Plus benefits that you've always been getting, the free monthly games, the online multiplayer, and PS Store discounts. And then the next tier up from that is going to be extra, which you know for about $3 more, $12.99 a month, you're looking at PlayStation Plus benefits, the free monthly games, online multiplayer, PS Store discounts. And now this is where you kind of get like the PS Now uh, downloadable game mixture or like the the I guess you could say the blend between PS Plus and PS Now uh, at that level. And then with the uh, next tier, you have the the premium, which is $15.99 a month, you know, a dollar more than Game Pass Ultimate. 
everything in the extra tier, the downloadable and streamable PS Now game. So it's full on PS Now at that point, uh, mixed in. Uh, you get the classic games library, which it looks like you're going to have PS2, PS3, and PS4. And I'm not sure why it doesn't list PS1, but yeah, it's I there. It, it, it's it's, it's a sign. Yeah. Oh, it, so it, just it, the symbol. Okay. So yeah, it's, it's PlayStation it's going to 1, PS2, 3, and 4. But, you know, I, Fuzzy, if you don't mind me jumping in, brother, thank you for taking yeah, that. I had, to, I had to take that call. Um, this right here, what you see, folks, in front of you, look, I understand that they're doing their own thing. I hear you. Right. But you like I was saying in the in the in the in the green room, this may not be an apples to apples comparison, but they're apples to bananas. And the last time I checked, both of them are fruit. So <laughs> you're going to you're, you're going to have to compare one to the other. If you don't want to, then I'm, I'm going to bring down the graphic again because, you know, we, we don't want to keep that all day long. Um, if you're going to compare one to the other. This is what we have to do. What is Microsoft doing? Xbox Game Pass, $10 for console, $15 for Ultimate. That gives you the ability to play cloud gaming. That gives you the ability to play on your pewter or, or, or your console. Uh, it, it, it's, it's their first-party games day and date. Game Pass adds new games uh, practically three and four times a month. You're getting six to, six to ten games per month. That, uh, that does not include... All of Microsoft's first party that uh, that that includes indies, double A's, triple A's, single A's, everything in there, and they're all enhanced. No matter what console you have, if you have a Series S, it's enhanced for the S. If it's for the, if you have an X, it's enhanced for the X. If you have some of the older consoles, it's enhanced for the, the for the console that you have. Folks, what you just saw in front of you is not only egregious. In my in my opinion, we, there's a there's a ton of open questions here that we're going to get into. Now, look, I may not not I may not have all of the information because there's only so much that that Grub released and that's available. But look, let's just take it for what it is at face value. What it says to me, and I don't think I'm reading into this. I think I'm clearly understanding what the graphic says in front of me. This is going to be the new pay scale for Sony's online moving forward. That simply tells me that PlayStation Plus, which I pay $33 for on CDKeys.com, and I usually buy two, I pay one year and I get two years, is no longer going to be a thing. They're going to charge $10 a month for, uh, the, you know, for, the, for, for this, what they're calling essential. And all it brings to you is the free games, and some of them are good, and some of them are rubbish. But the, the other thing that's important is the cloud saves. Now, if you're and and that, and what's what what's egregious and why it's important to talk about is a perfect example: Horizon Forbidden West bricked some of the community members' consoles. There was a particular female who I don't have her name, who not only lost her ten hours of play but also oh. lost every save on her PS5 because obviously she did not have cloud uh, cloud saves initiated because she didn't have PlayStation Plus. That Dude, to me in 2022 is disgusting <laughs> on every level. You try to defend that and you're defend you're defending absolute nonsense. 
There's no, no one could tell me that cloud save should not be a thing. That doesn't even make any sense. Microsoft gives you the, 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 the cow, the milk, and the chocolate to make your, your favorite drink. Whereas Sony, they nickel and dime you, and this is a perfect example of that. Um, again, one of the biggest things out of this conversation, well, there are no day-and-day -day games. Uh, there, there are trials. And Fuzzy, I'm going to bring it right back to you. You asked mm -hmm. an amazing question that I did not even consider. You said, how long are the trials? Yeah. And what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, because a lot of their games, a bulk of their games are going to be single-player games. Yes. And if if it's something like EA where it's 10 hours, I can see a lot of people like power throughing these games just to kind of get their achieve or their trophies and, and maybe even see if they can platinum them. Now, I know that's not going to be the norm, but that is, you know, a high it's expectation. It's certainly a possibility, just, though. But knowing Sony, I just I get the feeling that it's only going to be a couple of hours because they're not going to want you to finish that game and then not buy it for $70. And then on top of that, with the discounts, what are the discounts going to look like for these $70 games after you do the trial? Are you going to have like an EA-like or like a, a Game Pass Ultimate-like discount where, all right, it's a brand new game. You did the trial for the two hours or hopefully maybe it's 10. Um do you get 10% off? Do you get 15? Do you get 30? I mean, what was everything going to look like when that is factored in? But for me, uh, no day and date. It's kind of uh, uh, not really a pass, but I, I would just like to know what the what it's going to look like, how many hours, what the discount would be after those hours. And, you know, I'll, I'll base it, if it's a value to me at this point or not. I mean, you, you make a lot of sense. Let, let, let's bring in our, 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 our guests in on this conversation. We'll start first with Wilmy Hood. Wilmy, listen, you, you are a guy that's not afraid to spend a dollar or two, right? So, oh, no. Right? So, you know, we, we know that money, you know, money is not an issue. Money, money can be an issue for several people, which is why Game Pass has this allowed so, so many uh, gamers to conduct their regular lives with putting their kids through school, making sure the rent is paid and such, and still being a part of the gaming conversation. This does not seem to be the case with this uh, for Sony's thing. Now, I've, I, I've, you know, I've had conversations with people that are saying, oh, no, 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 this is just, just the start of it. And I was always under the impression that when you do something and you are ex-military like myself, so we are under the same mindset, when we're going to take on a task, we mm -hmm. always... Not half the time, not three quarters of the time, not 99% of the time, 100% of the time, Wumi, you and I know that you must take your, put your best foot forward. And that's not what Sony is doing with this. This is them taking a step back and trying to um, fool the customer into thinking they're doing something new. Like I said, it's recycled garbage that is now something else that they're giving you and selling you that's the same exact thing. What are your thoughts on this? Well, the first thought I've got is I got to agree with what you just said. The thing is, sometimes you just throw crazy numbers in front of people's faces in advertising. Yes. They don't think to check. They'll just join in, especially with subscriptions now in 2022, mm -hmm. man. Mm -hmm. I've got so many subscriptions, dude, I could not even keep track of them all. Let's be honest. <laughs> I've got a subscription for every damn thing in my life, pretty much, except for food. Uh, but I've probably got a different take than what a lot of people think. Uh, I'm an old gamer. I mean... I'm almost 50 years old. There's a lot of these games on PlayStation 1 and PlayStation 2 and 3 
that I'm really excited I can download and play. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I I play equally on both. I've always had PlayStation Plus. I never understood the whole paywall thing. I always thought that's really kind of dumb that you have to pay for it to even have cloud saves. But at least now you can download the games because for me, I don't like streaming games on my PlayStation. Even though I have super fast internet, it still never works properly. So me, I'm kind of on board with it. I want to see where it goes. Do I think they'll have to make some changes? Oh, definitely. Because this is not going to be what some people in the community, I'm pretty sure, are calling a Game Pass killer. Uh, because Game Pass, I mean, let's face it, man, they've got they've got it. You know, whether you like it or not, they're making money with this stuff. And you get games you may never play any other way. And I see this kind of being the same way because a lot of the younger gamers out here stop playing some of these other games. Like on PS2, there is still thousands of games for the PlayStation 2 that people go back and play. Yeah. And it'll bring a lot of people back to these older games. But to me, I, it doesn't really bother me. I do hope they add some day and date stuff, but it is Sony at the end of the day. I doubt they're going to do that. But I mean, the only thing we can do is wait and see, but it's kind of like this is going to draw more competition from Microsoft. So, I mean, let's, let's be realistic. I remember, um, I think it was Lord Saab on the Iron Lords made a comment a few months ago that the reason Microsoft is where they are today is because Sony would literally put their boot on the neck of Microsoft even when they didn't need to do it. 100%. Yeah. And that that drove Phil Spencer and everybody at Xbox to say, hey, look, we need to change some stuff up. And I think this may be the same type of situation because Xbox has a larger mindset now than what they used to have a year ago or two years ago, definitely. And that competition is what drove us to this point we're at now. So I think with this all coming on board with Spartacus, whatever the hell you want to call it, which is a dumb name in my opinion, but I think, I th- I think the official name is Infinity. PlayStation yeah. Infinity. I think that's what the official name is. The Spartacus, is, it, it is a dumb name, but it's, <laughs> it, it, it's, a, it's a code name. But I really think this will help drive competition. And competition makes it better for everybody that games. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean that's just all there is to it. Yeah, well, here's one of the things that, you know, we, we, we haven't really mentioned because Sony isn't talking about it. And Sony is Sony. So we have to, we have to take them at face value. Uh, when you play a game uh, like Ninja Gaiden from the OG Xbox on your Xbox Series X, it's enhanced and the game looks potentially like a new game to you. It does not give you the graphics of the OG Xbox. It is enhanced. Now, it's, there, there are limitations to this process, but needless to say, it looks much more uh, like you would want for a modern game. See, here's where the problem with this service for Sony comes into play. Yeah, they're going to let me play Twisted Metal Black, but you know what it's going to look like? Blocks on the screen. Right. If you want to go play Tekken 2, maybe maybe Tekken 2 and Tekken Bowling. Mrs. Boom and I used to play Tekken Bowling. I think it was in Tekken 3 that was. And we played it for freaking hours. It was awesome. Do you know what that game would look like that's not enhanced? Well, it's going to look like a terrible PlayStation 3 game. And you're not going to get any... Again, the problem with this service is they're literally throwing bare bones and they're charging more than what you get in Xbox Game Pass. That is a monster problem. 
But before I bring in Crazy Loom, I got to catch up on some of the Super Chats. And we have Outbreak Podcast, who's been a member for seven months. He says, what a great panel you guys rock. Well, thank you, brother. And uh, yes, Outbreak Podcast, known as uh, uh, Dave uh, Web Dave, is going to be a guest next week on this very show. So, Dave, we look forward to having you here. Uh, Raiden Blade who's been a member for 10 months of Here Comes the Boom, says, hello, booming panel, looking forward to Elden Ring. Also listening from work, it's Friday. Also Xbox, uh, XB, cancel Call of D because of what's happening. Um, I don't think that, uh, I, I, you know, it's, it's, it's I, you know, I talked to a few people and I don't think it's the Xbox effect yet because I don't think they legally can do that. I think that it has been suggested in conversations that uh, Call of Duty proper is going to take the break that it needs. Those studios need to breathe a little bit. This 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 every year process is killing them, um, and it's and it's really wiping out their 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 ability to do other things. So I think that's what it's about. Uh, we also have Danny Passion official. Hey Danny, what's up, brother? He drops. A $5 super chat and says, dealer on the chat, I found a, a, a bit unfair. Elder's Ring has performance issues and still getting uh, tens. I enjoyed Sekiro and I'm enjoying Elden Ring as well. Yeah, a lot of people have issues with that as well. Um, let's see. Uh, what do we got? JC Claremore drops an outstanding $2 super chat and says, prayers go out to CSG Games games world folks that's right those are the people that are making stalker too they are in ukraine and yes right now there is a lot uh oh someone's phone is going off yeah i'll be right back all right um we uh yeah of course heart, heart and prayers go out to that country right now it is the world is just man it's it's scary it's a scary world and we hope that there's resolution uh soon to what's going on over there uh let's see uh scrub nurse drops a very generous uh oh he's a, he, well wow, he's been a member for two years what's going on there scrub nurse uh he he says this good morning to the awesome panel and chat let's go hit the like button a great day and weekend to game indeed brother thank you for being here highlander oh 001 drops a five dollar super chat and says i have a bottle opener built into my prosthetic leg oh my god that is pretty awesome dude i gotta admit um psychonauts drops a five dollar super chat and he says why is playstation locking uh back compat and cloud saves behind a paywall xbox has the best service with game pass and not charging you for bc and cloud saves 100 percent. i mean that's that's yeah you if 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 it's a part of BC, which they spent a, a significant amount of dollars in development time, you just get it for playing the game. Uh, again, you know, Sony is just kind of crap. Uh, so, uh, Jacob Novik drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, brought Dark Souls 1 yesterday to start with. Like, I like it, but it's hard. Make me Made me wonder, should Xbox get a Souls game exclusive? What does the panel think? They should. I don't think they're going to, to be honest with you. There was a story that um, comicbook.com dropped, which was BS, that um, uh, From Software was doing a space game exclusively um, for, uh, um, for Xbox, and they threw Miles Dompierre's name out there, and it wound up being just clickbait for uh, comicbook.com, which for the most part I do like. And, and uh, uh, Miles actually confirmed that, yeah, it was just, not, it was just rubbish. Uh, why so serious? Drops a five dollars super chat and says snowed in. Oh my god! I wish it was. We have ice storms here in New York. 
uh, and I wish it was snow for us. He says, should I get Elden Ring? Never played the Souls game and those games and, and don't those aren't those games hard, dude? Here is the thing: it is not Breath of the Wild meets Souls. It is Souls meets Souls, and it's going to kick your teeth in, and you're going to get frustrated. I, I like I said, I'm going to keep I'm going to keep at it, but it is it's hard. The game is definitely hard. We're going to get into it afterwards. Uh, we also have Danny Passion Official drops a two dollar super chat. Thanks for the additional super chat, brother. He said, "Dreadpool, I'm confused. Game Pass competitor sucks." <laughs> Yes, it does. Um, Outbreak Podcast uh, drops an outstanding $2 Super Chat and says, clear value in Game Pass. Sony, not even close with the eyes looking. And indeed, Drawn TJ, generous friend of the show, he drops a $5 Super Chat and says, morning, guys. Are the servers working for Elden Ring? It keeps saying that it can't connect. No, they're not. So just play it offline. It's fine. You don't need to collect. It hasn't, it hasn't connected for me not once. Uh, and that's it's fine. You don't, you don't necessarily need it. You could just start the game and go. And Pragmatic Eagle, my brother, drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, FOMO is real. Bad disease. It's how Apple robs their customers. It's how Sony will rob its customers. People these days are afraid to make a stand for what's right because of FOMO against other things. Indeed, brother. Well, well said. Crispy. Got to bring you in on the conversation. Crazy Lou, I'm going to come to you momentarily. All right. Crispy, here's the thing, brother. Uh, you and I have had some conversations in DMs. Uh, this deal is bad. I don't know how anyone can defend it when you look at what the other guy is doing. And, of course, the other guy, meaning Microsoft and Xbox Game Pass, they actually are a dollar more for a ridiculous amount of less. What are your thoughts on this outrageous new uh, thing launching for Sony? There's the argument right there, boom. You don't even have to go any farther. You don't even get day and date exclusives if you pay a dollar more than Game Pass. Let's start right there. That's pretty pathetic. Um, yeah, you could say inflation, this and that. I think, I think Game Pass is still 15. So uh, 15 bucks. Yeah, launched yeah. A, a, launched in the summer of 2017, if I'm not mistaken. And it launched at 10 because they didn't combine them. And then they gave you Ultimate, which was just 15. Which eventually, like, everybody's just going to end up having that. I mean, and you can go and look at, okay, well, you could say, hypothetically, Netflix is, at least for its 4K package, is about 18 now. Um, that's actually 21. 20, actually, 20, there 20. you go. There 20. you go. So that's the last time I looked at it. Just like Wilmy. Like, I, I, I don't keep track of these things. And, you know, it's like, it's like I would have to go through every single change. Oh, oh, there's that. Oh, 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 there's that. So you can listen to this. I have a membership at Six Flags. Okay. That is a subscription to Six Flags. If you think mm -hmm. about it. Okay. Yeah. I, pay, I pay $8 a month. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So these subscriptions, they're there. Okay. And some of them are more they're valuable. Everywhere, than, dude some of them are more valuable than others but i i feel like you know if you ignore the fact that most of them if they create first party content they put that first party content into that subscription immediately you know i'm saying whether it be a tv show a video game whatever it may be playstation's like no we're not doing that we'll give you a free trial that's the way to go you know what i mean and it's kind of like you could say okay they're doing the model that ea does you know what i'm saying but ea EA is not a, a, a platform holder. They're, they're basically like, oh, well, you know, this game didn't say, let's throw it in Game Pass. That's, that's kind of the way they're doing it now to kind of subsidize what's going on here. 
and they, they get a little money from it, I would assume. So it works for them. Okay. But Sony, you want to sell consoles. And nowadays it's like, if you have a, a really good subscription, I swear to God, if it, that people would easily pay $16, if you know, that extra dollar, if they said day and date exclusives, they're there. You could even say after two months, you could play the game on there. And I think that is at least has value to it. And it, and it might, you know, at least I could say, okay, I could see why people would do that. And, you know, at the end of the day, they do have some very high quality games. So, you know, the dollar wouldn't really mean that much. And, and I know there's probably people, oh, it's only a dollar. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> we look at it this way. We, we held Xbox to the fire. Um, I, you know, this is bull, in my opinion. And, and it's just, it's like three tiers of nothing. That's what I see. Three tiers of nothing. And my concern is, is online multiplayer is, is uh, highlighted in there. Obviously, this is a leak, so we don't know if it's completely true. But it seems logical, especially. Yeah, you know, you, you know something though. To that point, you, you, I, I'm glad you brought that up because you are absolutely right. This is not officially, uh, you know, a Sony event that they dropped this information. But with that said, if it was Joe and John's mom and pop store around the corner that sells you stuff uh, a week early because they got it off the back of a truck, I can hear that. Jeff Grubb is extremely reputable, and if he puts himself out there. Almost 10 out of 10 times, he has it on good authority that this, in fact, is happening. Yeah. And uh, that online multiplayer thing, because can't you not have what do you what do you need to play multiplayer on PlayStation right now? You need PlayStation Plus. Yes. OK, so that that's what you need. So they're combining the two and they're charging you more technically, correct? Yeah, well, I'm glad you brought that up again. You're bringing up some major, major points again. Not a mathematician, folks, just a podcaster. But I pay. If the normal folk pays $60 a year for PlayStation Plus Essential, which is the low low tier, just look at the just look at the information that's been put out to us. We're not we're not we're not going around corners, we're not doing back backroom handshakes. Let's just put it out there and just read what it says. Ten dollars a month for PlayStation Plus Essential gets you cloud saves and gets you the ability to play online. And also the free games. That is $10 a month. 10 times 12, again, no mathematician, folks, $120. Yep. Let's let's rewind it a bit. You, Crispy, Fuzzy, I think even Dread might have been there. We took Microsoft by their Buster Browns and put them to the fire because when they tried to make gold $120 a year, we all went apeshit. Yep. And we gave them the business, and within 24 hours, they realized that that was wrong, and they fixed it. Now, there are people defending this, saying that, oh, no, it's, the, the, Sony's going to let you pay $60. Well, it doesn't say anywhere that you can. And this is their new program. These are the new prices. This is the newness. They're not going to announce this and say, oh, yeah, you know what? Don't worry about the $10 a month because you can still pay 60 No. Until they say so, we have to assume that it's ten dollars a month, which doubles the, the the price. But continue. Um, so that's where I go and say, you know, this leak could have some fl fluidity because if you think about it, they're not announcing it, but at the same time, they get to, s to read the room. And if you're defending this right now, and and if you're good with it, because they're doing the same thing, Xbox just got 
hammered. I mean, and we had people going crazy in the chat, like fighting with each other. And it was just like one of those crazy things. Like, what are we arguing about here? The fact is, is they're doubling the price on you in a, in a COVID world where I, I'm paying almost $4 a gallon at times for gas. And you're going to sit here and be like, ah, it's cool. It is what it is. Okay. No, it's not cool. And, and I feel bad for those people that are paying like yourself. Boom. Like you're just paying the normal and it's, you know, okay. You go up $5 a year, $10 a year. You don't double the price. That is just, that's egregious. That's irresponsible in my opinion. And, and just completely just saying, Hey, you're our consumer. Nah, go screw yourself. We don't care. So you, you make your own decision, but I, I ain't paying 120 for both. Like that, that doesn't work for me. You don't provide me with the multiplayer games and, and stuff just to say, Hey, like you, you do that. You know what I mean? And you, you don't give me anything, but you know, Oh, I get cloud saves. Oh, I've always had cloud saves. Even when I was just on Xbox live. Okay. So I, I don't know, man. I, it just, it doesn't make sense to me. Well, again, I'm all, I'm all about numbers. The opinions, like they're like a-holes. Everyone has one, correct? Right? Well, opinions are opinions, and everyone can have different opinions, and we can all agree that we may not all agree, and that's awesome. But numbers don't lie. So mm -hmm. all I want to do, and I'm going to bring this to Crazy Blue Gaming next, is bring up these particular numbers. At current, at current uh, information that we have, PlayStation Spartacus or Infinity or whatever you want to call it is $192 a year at the, at the maximum $16 per month. Game Pass is $180. Let's just compare value. Let's compare what's in front of us on the paper versus what we know yep. with Game Pass, and there's no conversation to be had. You defend this, you are a fanboy, and you do not have a place in a conversation because you can logic is no longer a part of the conversation for you because now you are straight up lying but, but please what is your thought on this uh, crazy Lou? oh man just just hearing you guys talk about it i mean i've always paid the yearly playstation plus i yeah, never played it played it month uh, paid it monthly and so you guys were talking it was ten dollars but i think i read it in the chat it's ten dollars per month so I go search for it. I'm like, oh my god, that is real. Paying ten dollars a month for um, it's sixty dollar value for you. That, that's just crazy. Sony does is doing crazy stuff with those numbers. And if they're gonna combine these two services and, and make you pay a hundred and ninety two dollars, like you said, um, you got I gotta see what you gotta offer me for me to say, okay, I am going to pay this. I am going to get into this. What are you gonna give me back? Like for example, if I'm gonna pay one hundred ninety two dollars each year. For each exclusive that comes out, are you going to give me a discount? Let's say a $20 discount, $10 discount, because I'm paying that, you know? Or is there a way that um that what um, Game Pass does, like if you pay three years of gold and just pay one one month of um, um Game Pass, I get three years, you know, of, of Game Pass um for a price, you know? Is Sony going to do that for me too? If it's not, I mean, seriously. I looking at that, I find it really, really expensive. And also, they gotta give you options. If you don't want to pay for Spartacus, you gotta have your your option for Plus or your option for PS Now, if you like to pay for that. So yeah, I totally agree with you guys. I think for now, because we don't know what's going on in the future, 
But for now, thinking about just the way you guys are saying this, it's incredible how bad that looks. They need to they need to come out and talk about it and tell people, yeah, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that for people to get intrigued into this. And if people defended this and they're defending it because they, they they're like, yeah, I agree, I gotta pay it, man. That's bad. I would not defend that. I mean, I protect my 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 pockets a lot, and I do not agree with it with people saying, yeah, let's defend this. That's that's just crazy. I absolutely agree. Uh, Dreadpool, let's get you in on the conversation. Listen, money is important for everyone, not just working folk or not working folk. Money is money. And in this world, in a world that we're currently living in, um, things are going up. Uh, here in New Rochelle, and again, this is just silliness, but I, I just want to reiterate on how money does make a difference. Cream cheese, which is something that I enjoy with, on a bagel, right? Well, cream cheese here in New York... For a little, for for uh, for uh, an eight ounce cream cheese, it's almost California prices. It's almost eight dollars for cream cheese. Eight dollars, wow. right? Seven eighty nine, which is which is ridiculous. So my point is, everything in the world is going up, and no one is suggesting that uh, that Sony should give away the uh, the milk for free if you're not buying the cow. I hear you, but there's also comes a point where you must respect your customers. Uh, ability to still be a part of the conversation and Sony is not offering that Microsoft is offering that I want to get your opinion on this pricing structure so uh, they price you out of locks huh good luck with that pal good luck with that (laughs) (laughs) yeah well you know there really isn't a a bad deal about that I mean if you wanted to pay it because you know $70 was uh, okay right so how about this? You know, you, you pay sixty dollars for the same game that you would have paid seventy four, but you're paying the fifteen or well sixteen dollars extra. So let's use that logic, right? Because you know you only pay for this one time, this one dollar once, and you know on Xbox and this and this. You know, it's 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 all this stupid mentality that it's going back and forth. That the you know if you want to pay it, feel free, go ahead and pay it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yet again, I'm, I'm, I have to watch my money. I have a family I got to take care of. I have a house I have to take care of. And like you said, with the prices going up, you know, to each their own. Um, I'm not losing up my house just so I can play a stupid video game or just an old video game for that. Or matter. even that, too. Yeah. Or justify that, you know, I'm, I'm paying the extra ten dollars. So that way the devs uh, will get it, which we all know that's not how business works. <laughs> those devs were already paid the deal is done even if it's in-house it, it you know that extra ten dollars doesn't go to them and, and if, even if it did it wouldn't even be a penny okay so think about how big those corporations are and where the money goes it doesn't always go like that but yeah if you want to do that fine but at the same time i mean crispy's already brought out a lot of points i was going to bring out so I don't. Need I mean, to you could reiterate them. on them, brother. You know, I mean, obviously, we want your your take on the situation. So by all means. Yeah. Well, if you're an idiot, go ahead, go for it. <laughs> um, we uh, no, but here, here's the thing, right? We all got together as gamers and complained about Xbox when when they came out with the number. That's correct. And, and decided 100%. to go up, right? We all yeah. we all got together. You know, same thing here. You know, we need to make this valid as like this isn't right we need to give us something you know uh, granted i don't have a ps5 right now so it, it to me it doesn't really affect me right, however correct. it does affect me in the future when i do get mine and it does affect me right now in, in, in a sense because 
if you're if I'm trying to get a PS5 and validate why I'm buying this purchase, especially for a console, I, I really didn't care to play for for a while. You know what I mean? I got into the PS3 and PS4 stuff. There there were certain games that I liked that I want to play, and certain games when I do get the five, I plan on playing. I'm gonna play those PS4 titles and the PS5 titles. I'm gonna do it. It's just when. But at the same time, what's the incentive? You know what I mean? Uh, you're you're hiding stuff behind a paywall. There, there's, um, I don't know, deceptive marketing or deceptive practices. Let's put it that way. And this feels like one of those other deceptive yeah, dude, practices. Dude, please reiterate that. Deceptive practices. That is the, I do that out of everything everyone has said, and everyone has incredible points. That is something that no one has said, and that's something that Sony is known for, dude. Yeah. When you can lose your account because you can't cancel your pre-order. Happened to my brother. Right. When you, when you um, I don't know, have to pay $70 because you can't find the PS4 version that was promised as an upgrade even after they said, oh, no, well, it's out of the launch title. And then, you know, gamers got together and fixed it. And they still hit it. You know what I mean? So people were, what was it, like 68% still bought the PS5 version? 60, a- yeah, you know, dude, another fantastic point. That's why we love having you on the show. Folks, you didn't know this. Uh, when Horizon Forbidden West launched in the UK, 68%, listen to this, listen to what Dreadpool's saying here. This, this is why this is a hive mentality when it comes to PlayStation stuff. It's scary. 68% of physical sales, people spent the 70 pounds plus for the PlayStation 5 version, be, even though there was a free upgrade when you bought the PS4 version. See, that's the deceptiveness of Sony, and that's why you couldn't find it. This information was locked behind a, you know, a four-inch steel thick door with uh, you know with uh, armed machine guns so you can't get past but can, please continue yeah i mean we all had to talk to each other to remind each other and not not figure how many people did not have these kind of accesses like we have you know we you know even us that know better were like where'd it go what was it you know so you know granted i'm still speaking uh in relative terms not not po- you know, definite terms here you know but Still, when you have something like that, what are the rest of the parameters? You know, the cloud saves behind a paywall. Yeah. You know, and you have to have the higher tier. It, it, there's there's a lot of features that, you know, we want them to be their own thing. We want them to not be Game Pass. We want them to be the best that they can be in, in their version of uh, their Netflix style of gaming, right? You know, let's not call it Game Pass because it's not. It's supposed to be whatever it's uh it, what do we call it infinite yeah so infinite, whatever yeah so it's that's what we want but we don't i don't think this is really the the right move for gamers to to be backing them i mean we should be all yet again mm-hmm. getting together and being like look why are the cloud saves completely locked behind a paywall why is this why is that and this is part of the issue is that people just accept it and they're willing to pay for it because of branding yeah. why dude i i i i wish I, I wish i knew because some of the things i saw on so on the socials last night 
were just head scratching. Like, you know, oh, but it's not Game Pass. It's their own way of doing things. And they can't offer day and date because they can't, you know, they're going to go out of business. Some of the stuff I saw was just so ridiculous. Um, I, I wish I had an answer for you, Dreadpool. All I can say is, um, listen, you know, do do the mathematics for what suits you. I'm not going to suggest that anyone that does pay for this is a boot. Listen, you spend your money how you want to spend. I'm, I'm not a pocket watcher and I'm not a hater. If you love Sony and you want to give them money, go on, give them the money. I'm just saying, let's not give them the business that they deserve when they are selling you old stuff in a new package. Recycled garbage put into a nice pretty box with a bowl and saying, hey, this is new. It's don't regifting. Fool. It's regifting. You know what even <gasps> it is? Uh, don't it's the fool. fruitcake of games. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Do not fall for the banana in the tailpipe. And if you are a Beverly Hills Cop uh, fan, and I'm old, you, some people in the chat are like, I don't even know what the hell this kid's talking about. They don't fall for the banana in the tailpipe. That's all I'm going to say. And that's what they're trying to do to you. It's egregious. It is um, it's insulting to anyone that has supported Sony. And, and I know there's people like, oh, but, X, but you're, you're an X-Bot. Boom. You got an X show. You have two X shows. I also have more PlayStation stuff than 90% of the people. I have. I still support PS uh, um, uh, PSVR. I have a ridiculous, a ridiculous physical collection of Sony stuff. So it's it's not a fanboy uh, antics that we're having here. We're having grown adult conversations about something that's super important in the real world, and that's money. And don't let Sony take your money and and try and sell you the old stuff with a new price tag because you shouldn't fall for that. But well, with that said, think about it though. Nobody plays. Nobody plays old games, so you're gonna hide oh. behind the highest oh, tier. Oh, wait right? a second! Now you're kind of bringing up some really good stuff here because remember, Jim Ryan says no one plays old games. Yes. I remember that conversation. But it's behind the biggest tier of, for the paywall. There you go. Huh. Hmm, okay. Interesting. I'm sorry. Go ahead, <laughs> Boom. I'm sorry. No, no. I, I like when the receipts are pulled on uh, live on the air because what that does is shuts down mm. the narrative, which is ridiculous. But look. Uh, real quick, Drawn TJ, generous friend of the program, he drops an additional super chat and says, the graphics in Elden Ring are not that amazing. Assassin's Creed Valhalla has better graphics uh, than Elden Ring, and Elden Ring is okay. Uh, yes, he is correct in saying so. Elden yep. Ring's graphics are pretty much what you would expect from a Souls game. A lot of A lot of greens, a lot of browns, a lot of very, very familiar color palettes. Now, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and suggest that the open world isn't gorgeous. It, it is. Is it Horizon Forbidden West gorgeous? Not by a, not by a country mile, folks. Um, it's good. It's passable. It is not the greatest thing since sliced bread. I, I, I would say that that goes that, that, that the sliced bread award goes to Horizon Forbidden West. That game is freaking gorgeous. And it's your typical mm -hmm. Sony game. Uh, unfortunately, it's got some bugs, and that's that's here nor there. The game is gorgeous, nonetheless. Um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, gorgeous looking game. Certainly, I think um, honestly, one ups uh, Elden Ring. Elden Ring is Souls. That's I think, <laughs> what it is. I, th I think I think Elden Ring is not well optimized yet to the new, newer consoles. I think it's still working on the older consoles, and I think they're going to put well a, Yeah, I think yeah. they're going to put a patch for it pretty soon. Yeah, it, it, listen. It, I'm sure it's going to be a, it, it, it's going to it's going to be beautied up, if so to speak. Yeah. But 
Uh, we also have Black Helmet Man drops a very generous five dollars super chat. Says, "Did I miss it, or or were PlayStation games not listed on any tier of this so-called service?" No, you didn't miss anything, brother. Black Helmet Man. First of all, thank you for being here. Thank you for the generosity. And no, unfortunately, PlayStation Five games are not a part of the conversation, and certainly day and date is nowhere to be found. Uh, even though people suggest uh, that that's going to be a thing at some point, uh, and until Sony says so, and they're not going to, it is not a thing. Um, but let's let's move on to the second topic of the show, and of course, folks, we're going to be talking about Elden Ring. I'm going to bring Elden Ring some gameplay now, real quick, just to give everyone a heads up. <laughs> this is Bandai Namco gameplay that I'm using. It is not Boomstick. I suck. Uh, I <laughs> I stayed up till two o'clock in the morning recording footage on my new Elgato and it took a shit on me and I the footage is nowhere to be found so I had to scramble and I had to put a a quick uh thing of gameplay and, and and gameplay trailers I'm gonna return my Elgato my expensive one and get a new one and then I'll be back to bringing you know the footage uh of some of the newer games uh very soon but I want to move over to that footage because it is quite impressive, and whoever is playing as this character you'll see in front of you is 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 quite good. And it's just FYI, it's not Boom. <laughs> I'm here to tell you. But listen, we got to talk about the hottest game uh, that released in 2022. Obviously, uh, Bandai Namco is um, publishing, and it's being made by From Software. As it stands right now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, as of this morning's show. It has received 40-plus perfect scores. 40. Uh, I don't know if it has beat Breath of the Wild. I think it might have. It, it is. It is. People are calling it the best Metacritic-reviewed game. Now, a lot of people look at this with some side eyes. You know, it's a little sus because there are some issues with it performance-wise. It's, it's, it's not running the best, you know, um, but it... it Everyone that has played it and the people that have given it 10s have given incredible reasons. Now, I'm going to give you my experience and I'm going to get into the panels and see what they're saying. Um, the way that this was pitched, if, if, if you just look at the game, it does very much resemble a Souls game, which it is. The difficulty spike, it's there. Um, but it was, cons it was being called uh, Breath of the Wild meets Souls. And I'm here to tell you that it's very much souls meets souls. Um, it, I mean, you ride around on a horse. It is open world. There is some RPG elements to it. You know, you do, you know, kill creatures and you, you know, you get XP and you level up your strength and your vitality and, and, and everything else. The um, menus, uh, the menu system is it, it's, it's very hard. To learn this is this is a game that if you're not familiar with uh, from software games, you're going to feel lost. I, I, I kind of feel a little lost. I'm not going to front. Um, it's a lot to undertake. Um, I didn't even know how to drink the potions until I died. And I was like, I was getting killed. And I'm like, where, how do I use the effing potion? And I died, and I'm like, okay, let me go back to the start. And before I get into another fight, let me use a potion. Oh, that's how you do it. Like I said, all uh, jokes aside, I had to go to YouTube to find out how to summon the horse, even though they told me how to summon the horse. It was so quick. I'm like, I, I don't even, I didn't even know how to put the horse in a quick use, uh, which is ridiculous. So there is a huge learning curve here. 
I think that if you are uh, a huge Souls fan, Game of the Year 2022 already for you, no questions asked. Um, if you are someone like me who really don't doesn't dabble in the Souls, this is going to be uh, this might be a tough sale for you. For me, like I said, the game was gifted to me, which is extremely extremely generous. Um, and, um, and I'm going to see it through because to be honest with you, I, I, I kind of want to be in the souls conversation, but the game is hard. Uh, it, it is, it is, the world is massive. Um, I, I did fight, uh, I did find one demigod boss. It was a smaller one. He beat me nine times before I, on the 10th attempt, I got him on the ninth attempt. I had him almost I, one hit. He would have been done it was like one hit versus one hit he if he hit me i lost if i hit him he would have lost unfortunately he hit me but on the 10th time i finally beat him and i beat him you know because i learned the pattern and i beat him you know it, it like I, I beat the hell out of him as opposed to him destroying me the first time I, a couple of times i fought him um will me i know you're you're on a you're on a call i don't know if you're back yet so we're going to come back to you on the back end uh fuzzy let's get your opinion on this brother mm -hmm. this game has taken the world by storm oh, yeah. uh again listen again maybe it it's it, it's not breath of the um breath of the wild uh good looking or even horizon forbidden west good looking but the game is receiving has received 40 plus uh uh 10 scores that's mm -hmm. not that's not easy to do in this era of, of journalism and gaming and these aren't like i said the scores that are coming in there are some sites that i've never heard of that doesn't make them any relevant but they are some of the bigger sites windows 10 10 out of 10 well actually five stars which is a 10 out of 10 um some of the bigger publications are uh you know giving this thing you know in extremely high praise some yeah. of which are souls players what, what has your been your experience so far well, it definitely deserves to be in the game of the year uh, conversation for later on this year. Although there are plenty of games that are possibly going to be on that list as well. Uh, some of them in the next couple of months, as far as like uh, Plague's Tale and stuff like that. But but for someone that doesn't normally play Souls games, just I've I've tried a few like knockoffs, like Surge and Surge Two and stuff like that, and it's it's more frustrating like there are times where it's like oh yeah i can get into the rhythm I've, I've got the pattern down and then you get to that one boss you keep on getting killed and you wind up going back and it's like the ads that you would get to before that boss are now starting to kill you because you're trying to rush to get back to the boss type of thing so i, I haven't dived into this this is one of those i'm going to kind of play the wait and see just because i know what my frustration level i i don't want to break any controllers i've I done a little bit too much of that in the past. So um hearing that it's like probably the most accessible of the Dark Souls type titles, like you don't have to take everything head on. You can with it being open world, there are different approaches, different avenues, different, you know, ways of going about the map and discovering different things. So that open world aspect of it is definitely appealing, although I'm I'm caught in between two open world games now with Dying Light and um, Horizon Forbidden West. But um, yeah, for right now, it, it's it's kind of a wait. I want to see how the uh, the co op works for some people because a lot of people are like, yeah, just put me in your backpack and and carry me through this type of thing. <laughs> and I'm probably going to be one of those that needs that as well. But um, yeah, it, it, the 
visual, yeah, it, it may not be like on Breath of the Wild level and stuff like that, but it is still pretty interesting. And, and the overall like mechanics and combat of it look appealing, but I just hearing that Dark Souls, it's kind of like not, not really gun shy of it, but kind of. And it's just one of those things I'm, I'm probably going to try to at least get through either Breath I was about to say Breath of the Wild, uh, Horizon Forbidden West or Dying Light before I, I take on another open world game. But it, it's definitely a, a cool looking game. Just not for me at this current minute. But yeah, I'll, I'll probably wind up picking it up here at some point. What I understand is why do you guys find it so hard? Those games are so easy. <laughs> for for me, good, it, it's good on you, brother. Rec you, recognizing if... the pattern, like yeah. there are times where I'm playing yeah. distracted, so I'm up there playing, talking to my wife, and she's up there watching me, and it's like she'll say something, and it's like, yeah. oh yeah, I just fell off a cliff because the guy just want to hit me or something like that. So <laughs> there, there are a lot of times where yeah. there's outside stuff going on that it's like I don't I don't want to deal with that and get frustrated at the game and stuff like that. But um, I get you, get you. But at some point I'll 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 be able to you know get into it and and you know make some headway as opposed to breaking the controller. <laughs> See the thing is some of us gamers uh, old timers right mm -hmm. we didn't have saves. We had you only had three lives, and you make it to the end. So we're, we're already yes. done playing these Souls-like games from way back in the day. <laughs> oh, you you remember Ninja Gaiden? Oh, my God. Oh, oh, oh what are you talking oh, about Ninja Gaiden? I'm talking about so, Ghouls and Ghosts. Oh, uh, Ghosts oh, and Ghosts? Yeah. Oh, my God. Let's not talk about that. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I said old school gamers, okay? Yes. The original oh OG God. gamers. Mm-hmm. That is, that was, oh man. I, I fought a dude on a horse like this, and it just, he beat the balls off me. I was on a horse too. I thought I was, I could take him. <laughs> and, and that's the other thing. I, I got the ability, or at least they told me I had the ability to make these summons. I, I have no idea how to do it. I like literally, I've seen people summon wolves and, and samurais, which, which, which there's a lot of classes. I, I, I picked the samurai class because I, I, I just love samurai. Yep. And uh, he is a bit of a tank. Uh, the the movement is. I'll put it to you this way: If you played uh, Sekiro, Sekiro was very fast, right? It was a very fast game. If you played Bloodborne, it was another one, very souls for sure, but very fast. This is not that. Uh, this is very much a souls, a lethargic kind of you, you move it at a decent mm -hmm. pace but it, it is it is a, a, a little bit lethargic when it comes to rolling around and stuff now that could be because yep. of you know my armor or whatever but it is mm -hmm. it is it, it is a bit lethargic but listen again i'm gonna keep going i'm gonna keep at it i'm i'm, I'm enjoying myself i'm just dying quite a bit um i'll, I'll give you a couple of tips <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah. I, I, absolutely but you know what uh um crispy bomb let's bring you in on the conversation uh again i don't know if this is going to be a game for you uh i don't think it is but i mean what what are your thoughts on 40 outlets 40 plus outlets giving it a 10 10 out of 10 uh like we couldn't see that coming i mean you know from soft pretty good about that they they managed to get some really high scores i do challenge the fact that i feel like you know it's like a pass off game it's like oh you you like the game okay you review it <laughs> like because it, it probably there's a lot of you know 
people like me that are just like, I don't want to review that. I'm going to hate the game. I'm going to break a controller. I'm going to do something. You know, I'm going to regret, you know, like for me, I, I, I don't want to purchase something that I'm going to regret later and be like, oh, I, I got through a quarter of it and I don't even want to touch it ever again. You know what I mean? Like maybe when it's like $20, maybe I'll like, oh, yeah, maybe I'll do that. Um, you know, the co-op aspect that might be a, a little interesting, bring somebody way better than me in there and you can you can uh, help me out there. But uh, yeah, I, no, I, I don't. I'm not into these type of games. Um, good on you if you're good at them. Uh, the get good comments, though, I laugh at because I see all these people that play these single player games. And they're like, yeah, I'm, I'm the greatest in the world. I'm like, I don't see you beating anybody in multiplayer, bro. I'm just saying. Don't, yeah, no, don't it's definitely two, two. It's certainly two different oceans for sure. Yeah. Yeah, don't 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 get the don't give get good comments to people that are good at other games because that doesn't make sense. Because then when you're trashing that game, they like you're basically you're being an oxymoron of your own doing because you just you did that. So those get good comments. The only thing I say, like I feel like this game, you know, these type of games could have a story or an easy mode, which not necessarily for somebody like me would be easy. You know what I'm saying? And you could also, you know, it, it's the good old, you know, easy, medium, hard. I mean, you could do that. Medium Dude, is what it's always you been. Know, you know something? <laughs> you, you, well, here's, here's a good, here's a good uh, comparison. Again, folks, just an opinion, not one-to-one. -one. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order on a hard difficulty was as hard as a Souls game. You know, you're fighting mm -hmm. with lightsabers. See, now, that's not how I played. I played on the story mode. I'm not ashamed to say it. You know something? I got every achievement, every every achievement but one, right? But you know what? Some of the challenges that I had, they, they were tough enough where I did die quite often. But I enjoyed the story element. I, I got a chance to really sit back and take in the world of Star Wars with all of these new characters. And it didn't, you know, me playing it on the story mode didn't change uh, Mr. Bad Bits, for instance, who, who's a friend of the program, obviously voice of, of Trophy Room. He's really good at these Souls games. He's freaking excellent, I would dare say. And he played, uh, and he's a huge Star Wars buff. He played it the way he would play a Souls game. And he had an incredible time doing so, right? Look, look, you, can, you see how you summon skeletons? I have not had to do that, but eventually I will. Um, <laughs> but my point is that him and I played two different difficulties, and we both came out of it saying, "Man, this was an incredible Star Wars game." And I eat, and again, I I get the argument. People can be like, "But don't put your peanut butter in my chocolate." I hear you, but you know something? It's okay to offer someone that normally can't play these games because they don't have the skills to enjoy potentially and become a customer. And again, I, I, I hear people, oh, well, you know, it's a niche brand or whatever. It doesn't have to be. Yeah. It can offer the hard challenge, which is what I'm dealing with, and also offer a story mode that still has a challenge to it, but it gives a, gives a player like myself who is not a Souls guy an opportunity to enjoy the game, but please continue. Well, and then you can go a step further. And if you're like a huge, you're just so nasty. You could, I, I've heard of people speed running these games. Okay. If you're on that level, give them a harder one, give them a harder difficulty. 
I, you know, it's one of those things like you could have the three tiers. The middle is like super hard and, and the easy is going to be hard for anybody that's jumping right in. But somebody that's godlike in these games would probably enjoy having a bigger challenge because that's just their jam. And and you can really have this this balance of, you know, people be like, yeah, did you beat it on hard? Huh? Did you do that? You know, so, you know, it could be one of those things or it's like it's a huge challenge for people that love these games. But. You know, I digress. It is what it is. But, you know, I, I just I don't understand why they haven't at least thought about it. You know, I feel like they just refuse. And it's like, I get it. Like you have this this brand that is, is special to you and this is the way it is. But I, I don't know, man. Like it, it's something like you look at the scores, you look at people's reaction. You're like, but, dude, I, I don't think I would enjoy this game for what it should be enjoyed in my my view you know yeah. What I'm saying? yeah no i mean it, it makes perfect it makes perfect sense and again i say this and the t-shirts are coming folks not every game is for every gamer but mm-hmm. I, I i would like to see uh you know, look here's the thing they're very bullish and i say they from software in, in presenting their vision of their game their their, their game is is meant to a subset uh, community that is considered to be the hardcore. And I'm not going to argue that. I'm just saying that it would be pretty cool if they went out and they bucked tradition just to see if the, if the, if the, if the fan base would potentially grow. Like you normally, hey, listen, folks, we heard you. This is the first time we're doing it. This is a trial. It's not going to be every time. We want to see how the how the people respond. Now, if they turn around and bring out a new game in the Soul series, and they offer a story mode, and no one comes to the table, well, then there's your answer. Then they don't have to do it for the second time around because people are not not responding. They're like, yeah, Souls, it's not for me, and they go back to doing business as usual. Whereas, if you never do it, you don't know. If you're going to have this uh, a new audience come to your come to your uh, your your game, you know, let, let's bring in Crazy Lou Gaming here. Crazy Lou, you, you obviously are a fan of these games, yeah, um, and that's awesome. And you're probably pretty good at them based on some of the comments you've made so far. I, I know you haven't played the game, but I know I, you, I, I, I know you can at least speak on the conversation that has, always seems to come and rage on the socials and that is should a story mode be added to a game like elden ring like sekiro like dark souls remaster what 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 is your opinion on that um like that, there's something that yeah the souls games do lack and that's like a story you know like 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 you mean story mode as you mean as an easy you mean like an easy game well, not easy cuz story modes just allow for for the let's say the bosses okay, okay. to not hit as hard Oh, okay, okay, no, no, okay, okay, yeah. It should have one. It should have, they should have that option for, for people who are not, you know, that that into that hard stuff. Because I'm going to say something, this game, in order to play, you got to have patience. That's yeah. the number one key. If you're having a bad day, do not come and play this game because you're going to break controllers. You're going to be mad. It's going to be crazy mad, yeah. Another thing, though, is, this is my number one tip, especially for people who – or play this game. I run around naked in the game. That's what I do. I throw off the armor. And That's I run not around. surprising. I've yeah. seen some of your videos. Well, who, who thought that, right? <laughs> but that's what I do. I seriously, I run around naked. I throw the armor off and I run around naked. Or if not, I get a light 
really, really light armor because it's going to help me out with a lot of the moves. Because here's the thing, though. After watching all this gameplay and stuff, look, all these guys are big. Yeah. And the faster you move, it's, it's going to be harder for them to get you and hit you. But you got to watch out, though, because when they hit you, even though you got the light armor, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt really bad. But, yeah, they should have a mode for people, like, you know, to sit down and, and have it easy, a bit challenging. But, yeah, you got to learn how to how to run around this game. And, and like I said, you got to wear light armor. You got to or, or run around without clothes because that's what I did um, on Dark Souls 3. I remember I was in an Xbox chat. And this dude said, hey, I play around in my underwear. I said, you play around in your underwear? What do you mean? And he showed me a clip. And I was like, whoa, that is fast. And that's when I learned that, yeah, you actually get a, light, a really light armor just to play around in the game. And the game became super easy because I went behind the enemies. Um, what's that thing called when you, like, like the, the, that, that, um, that hit mark that comes out, like a little red dot? Oh, the, 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 what, the, the stealth kills that you do? The critical, the critical hit when you come up behind the critical, you. Yeah, the critical hits. It, it became more visible for me to do critical hits a lot more easy because I was way more lighter, way more faster. And so, yeah, it made the game really easy. The hard, for me, the hardest game I played was Sekiro because that one, you had a counter right there. And when you come to Souls games, the best thing is just to be really light and just run around them. One, and also, I, I, I do agree with that too, dude, because yeah. that's what I was doing last night at three in the morning. Yeah, you what you do? You you um you put on some light armor? Or not? Okay, dude. He, he was saying he was running around naked. Ah, nude. Oh, okay, nude. Yeah, that's the thing. No, no, in, in the game, Dread. Don't take that word. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, listen to you, Chief. Yeah, you, did, when you were running around nude, do you see how easy it became to attack and more? Oh, more yeah. faster? And, exactly. and you know, to kind of piggyback on what you're saying, if you don't mind, yeah. one thing I've never been in these games either, and I play. I played the last Dark Souls game is on PS3, the original. Yes, I really got to the point where I hated it, but the combat in this one actually, to me, makes sense. Yep. Like what Lou's saying, if you learn what you're doing, you take the patience to learn how to attack and to dodge. It's a lot easier game. You just, you're not going to charge in. You're not master chief. Yep. Yeah, you don't want to charge in there. You know, guns blazing because you're going to get wasted. Yes. Right. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred. Hundred percent. Yeah. And you can't. First encounter. I, I would even. I would. I would even Ugh. dare say, Wilmy, you cannot play this like a hack and slash. Yep. Oh God, no, 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 no. no. My first no, encounter, no. dude. I got my ass handed to me like seven times by this dude, and we were in a cave. I can't even remember his yes, name. Yes, the, 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 the guy. The guy's name was um, Beastmaster something or other. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he he had that that big blade that he would jump down on you, but he would try. Yeah, to he move. he wasted me, dude. I, I, like, I got you uh, dick. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, I kept I kept going back, and it's funny for me because I'm seeing a lot of guys in the chat, and I agree with the guys in the chat too. If you if the game's not for you, it's not going to be for you. But I remember, you know, games always used to be hard. You yes. didn't have multiple save points and all this mm -hmm. stuff. When you beat a game in the, you know, some of the old school games in the 80s and early 90s, you did it out of sheer spite. Mm -hmm. And I know we have all spite finished a video game at some point in our lives. Mm -hmm. Because you you hated that game so badly or that boss so badly that you learned how to take down that boss. And you felt like you accomplished something. Oh, dude, when I finally yeah. beat him after the 10th time, I actually got excited. Like, I, I had goosebumps. I'm like, yeah, you mother. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and the funny, it's funny you say that, Boo, because about 3.15 in the morning, I took down one boss, and I was in the living room, and of course, my wife was in bed, you know, down the hallway in her bedroom, and I went, yes! And I heard her go, Michael, what the hell was that? I'm like, oh, sorry, dear, sorry. I, got I love excited. it, that's great. But, I mean, it gives you a sense of accomplishment. And, yeah. you know, you do have to learn how you're going to attack. You have to be tactical about it. And yes. I think, and I'm going to take, you know, the stance of some of the people in the chat. Most games, I hate to say it, have gotten so super easy to complete. Yes. And we've all gotten kind of complacent and, and really used to it. I played through the story mode of Halo Infinite twice. There are a lot of spots for Halo that, I mean, it, it does make it super easy to do the campaign, no matter what difficulty you're playing on. And I don't care what difficulty people play on, play on what makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. But yep. the thing with that is, man, you still, this game dug its claws into me within the first hour because I had to learn how to play it. Yep. It's 100%. not something you just, it's not something nope. you're just going to turn on and mm-hmm. you're just going to run through the world like a big badass because it's not going to happen. <laughs> no, it will so. snub you out at, at any, at, at, like, see the guy on the horse, that guy right there? I ran by, I ran into him by accident. I was riding the mount and I saw him. I didn't think he saw me, so I went running. I tried to get out of the way, and he just destroyed. Me. Oh yeah, some of them you're not getting away, dude. They know you're there. And I, I, it's funny because I was I was chased around the building. It was something like out of, out of comedy. <laughs> I was running around the building, and like I couldn't. I didn't know switch. how to use my health potion, and I'm like, my God, can I, how do I use it? It turns out that I wound up having to press X to drink the effing thing, and yes, I got destroyed. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, next that, time. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. I mean, next time, cue up oh. the uh, Keystone Cop music. Oh, dude, it, it was pretty much like that. It was embarrassing. It was almost <laughs> embarrassing. I, and it's funny. It, it was recorded footage that Mr. somehow is no longer available, which is why my Elgato's really taking a right. dump. But, yeah, right. that, that's what I'm saying anyway. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, no, but take away on this, man. You just got to learn how to play. Yeah, yeah, you got you got to know how to play. I mean, you can't just run in there like, "Hey, I'm the man." You can wear the best armor, the hardest armor, but man, either way, they hit you and they're gonna hit you hard. I mean, wow! And you gotta, you, and also you're gonna die plenty of times. Yeah. It's not like mm-hmm. you're gonna run in there and be like, "Okay, like, I'm gonna take this guy once down." No, you're gonna die plenty of times because you're gonna learn their attacks. You gotta learn how what they're gonna do, how they move. So when you go in there. Like the fifth or sixth time, you already know what's going to happen. You already know their combinations. Sometimes they switch it, but you already know how they're going to play. So, yeah, it's it's not that hard. You just got to sit down and just like, like you know, what I, what I put on, uh, on Twitter uh, on Twitter the other day, people like saying, oh, this is hard. I just said, hey, look, remember, Wusa, just rub your ears, Wusa, be patient. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Rub the ears. I love rub it. That's great. Like, Wusa, you know? That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, real quick, Drawn TJ drops a $2 super chat and says, how do you access your mount? Well, in order to get it, you have to sit through a cutscene. So as soon as you come out of the where you first start, you're going to come to a church, right? And you're going to find your, your your guardian light there where you can save hit it again to take a rest and it's going to activate a cutscene. see i didn't do that i went right from there saved it bought a few uh, arrows and then went uh, for the next two and a half hours troping through the world getting killed a gazillion times and when i finally beat the uh, the boss in the cave with the wolves i came back i sat down 
because I wanted to save it again. And then the cutscene um, started, and basically she says, oh, here you go. This is, the, this is your mount. He's already picked you, whatever. So in my mind, because it's, it's 2.19 something in the morning, and I don't want to wake up Mrs. Boom, I'm saying to myself, so what you're effing telling me is that two and a half effing hours ago, I could have had a effing horse. That's what you're saying. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. But let's get Treadpool's opinion on this, and we'll bring Wil Wilmy Hood on the back end. And then we'll, I think we're going to talk about, because um, it looks like we have a little time. I want to, I want to bring in, uh, get everyone's opinion on yesterday's other big grub announcement. And that is the fact that Obsidian is going to be making uh, or in talks to make fallout new vegas 2 which i don't know about you folks fallout vegas for me is the best fallout ever made but that is debatable uh dreadpool what, what what's your opinion on this brother um on on uh, on elden ring is it is it a game that is in your wheelhouse well let's see i'm the old school rambo commando uh ghost and goblins Chuck norris type of Let's run and gun and just get our ass in there and, and beat some, uh, you know, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say it like that this early in the morning. Sorry, guys. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, let's go in there and, you know, kick some tushies. Yes. That doesn't sound as cool as saying ass. But okay. Yeah, the other way is much better, but it's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, but that's, that's, the, that's the way I play. So, the I'm happy that people are happy that they love this game. I'm happy that new people like Wilmy are getting into this game and and seeing how to play differently. You know what I mean? And that's that's the beauty of this. We've always said it before, not every game is for everybody, you know, and, and my whole thing is let the devs be the artists that they are and make the game that they want to make. You know, should they open it up for everybody else to, to also have access? Yes, it would be nice, but I don't think forcing it upon them is also a, a thing that we need to do. You know, so we, I think we need to uh, voice our opinions properly and critique it properly and request, you know. And, and you see right now, this is probably the most accessible Souls-like game that they've ever made. Even, you know, so when, when you look at it like that, I'm not a technical type of uh, combat guy like that. Like I said, I just want to go in, um, do a few strikes, back off. And come back around the side, but I don't do it like waiting for somebody to do their move and then finding out when I should go in. I just run and gun. You know what I mean? So I know I'm I'm being a little bit um, vague about it, but that's that's how I am. You know, I like to go down, have have enjoyment on on playing the games. I've tried Dark Souls games, and I just can't. You know, I just don't have the patience. I don't have the time. I don't have the mentality for it. Yeah, yeah you know? that's, and that's fine. Right, and but that's, that's what I'm trying to get not, at. It's, it's, not, it's not for you. Correct, and that's yeah. what I'm trying to get at. It, and people looking down like that, um, like, this game needs to be this way for me because I want to enjoy it. I want to play it too. Well, sorry for your FOMO. But at the same time, the other side, you know, well, you know, you got to get good. Well, you know what? Some people just can't get good. Yeah, that's you that's a reality. I mean? We we have friends in the community that no matter how bad you play, you're still playing better than they are. That mm -hmm. and they're playing at their peak performance. You know, so 
this is why I say that there needs to be a balance there somewhere. Um, we, as a community, as developers, as, as just overall, you know, figure out that balance, you know, and it sucks to say, you know what, if this game isn't for you, it's not for you, just move on. You know, but that's, you know, that's where we have to be more open-minded, you know, for the dev side to, to, to make it, you know, an easy mode or a story mode, because them doing that doesn't take anything away from you from beating it on the hardest difficulty that you, you love, right? I Correct. play Halo on, on Veteran all the time, except this one, because I have to go through there and unlock all the skulls so I can do the, uh, the achievements for that. But I'm playing on Heroic. But I'm not. I'm not going to sit there and down anybody for playing it on easy, and mm -hmm. enjoying the game. You know what I mean. And that's that's yep. part of the other issue that I see, regardless of, of of it being this game. You know, there's people that down, look down on other people for this. This is why I don't want easy mode because it doesn't take anything away from you. So they no, beat that it, is a and great they beat point, it on easy. Dude. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And this game looks beautiful. It might not look pristine like certain other games that you people are envisioning. Whatever. Just enjoy the game. I'm yes. happy that you guys are enjoying it. And like I said, Wilmy's enjoying it. And this is not Wilmy's type of game. He's already said it. And he's actually enjoying it and giving out pointers. So for someone that doesn't play this type of game, you know, and this is this is what we should be doing is sharing these games. Sharing this out, you know, how many times have we said it before? Share this out to everybody. Share what you love. You know what? Yep. This wasn't my game, but I, I tried it out, and I loved it. Hey, Wilmy, remember Mar Martha is dead? Yeah, Martha is dead, too, Drew. <laughs> exactly. But but that's the whole thing. You know, it was supposed to be a great game. We find out that it's, uh, for, for us, most of the us. The face rip-off was the That was the, the best. There. But that's, that's the whole thing. Some people like reading their games i i don't know why but some people like having that story where they just read yeah and and this is not one of those stories this is a tactical game in a different way of tactics sifu yet again an awesome looking fighter cool story cool everything but it's a tactical fighter you have yeah, it's to it play yeah. its way and that's what people forget mm -hmm. the, like this game here you have to play how they want you to play and if you're close-minded and don't want to uh, be flexible like that, and that's kind of like how I am. I'm, I'm not flexible when it comes to stuff like this. I know it's not for me. I'll stay away. But guess what? Crazy Lou said, hey, you know what? You're having issues. Play, play it like this. Yeah. Yet again, I'm hearing Wilmy saying, hey, you know what? Not my type of game. Um, I'm playing it like this too. You know, I'm actually enjoying it. Guess what? I'm actually thinking about it now. I'm thinking yeah. about it more because of people in the community talking good about it, not saying, oh, my God, it's a 10. Well, I don't care it's a 10. Yeah. That doesn't mean nothing to me. Is it right. fun? Is it going to be enjoyable? Is it something that I can get into? I, I put it to this way. It, it, this is this is an interesting conversation for me because, like I said, I, folks, I, I, I fully admit I'm not a Souls guy. The whole time we're sitting here and we're doing the show and there's 350 people here which of course is amazing on a friday morning and i'm watching the footage that's not mine uh i, I honestly can't wait to get on the couch and play even though i know yep. i'm going to get my teeth kicked in i'm going to figure out a way to and again you know real quick let me just uh shout out two people first uh silent cypher 
who's been a, uh, a member for five months of Here Comes the Boom, says, Good morning, Boom and panel, including my brother, Crazy Lou. My, <laughs> my internet connection is almost non-existent. Sorry to hear that, dude, but wanted to stop by and say thanks. Well, dude, thank you, brother, for being here. And, of course, thank you for the, uh, for the comment. Uh, Kay Asante says something very interesting. He and I yeah. were talking about this this morning. He says, love the convo, uh, convos, uh, gents, after dropping a $5 super chat. says, my issue with Souls games isn't the difficulty it's the game language and ui they work against the enjoyment of the game and he is absolutely correct because i've gone around the world and i and my my uh my backpack is packed with all kinds of things i found bones and and i have no idea what to do with all of this i have flowers all over the place i have no idea how to make potions how to make arrows or because they don't tell you this is a lot of it is trial and error and again, I'll figure it out eventually. I'll, I'll yeah. watch a couple of guides, but you know, again, this—if you—if ha- you don't have the patience, more importantly, if you don't have the time, if your current lifetime doesn't allow for two and a half hours of being on the same boss, then this game certainly mm-hmm. isn't for you. And maybe it comes in the Game Pass at some point. Maybe it drops down to twenty bucks in in, in a couple of months. Who, who's to say? Maybe that's when you jump in. But I do want to get Wilmy Hood's opinion on this. Wilmy, you are really enjoying mm-hmm. the game, and you are, like myself, not a quote-unquote Souls guy. Why are you enjoying it? Can I, can I give out one last tip before? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah one, la- oh, no, one last tip. Language. Play it in your own language. Don't play like, oh, let me listen to the original dialogue, Japanese stuff. Don't do that because that's the trick in the game. They want you to play it in Japanese with subtitles. So when you're in the boss fight, the boss talks to you a lot and you're going to be reading it because he's going to get you too. Put it in nice. your own language, okay? Yes. <laughs> yeah. that, that, that happened to be in... Well, oh. it sounds like Dark yeah, Souls he, just took him out. Yeah. How dare you give away our trade secret? And one inch over, he would have been picking his nose for like the uh, the next five minutes. I love it. This is great. Uh, yeah, that's true. That is true. Wilmy Hood, let's get your opinion on this, brother. Um, what, 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 why are you enjoying the game so much? You know, at first, I wondered myself, maybe I thought I was just, you know, being a, maybe I thought it was an age thing. I just like being, you know, tortured. But to yes. be honest, I think maybe it struck something in me I haven't played in a while. Okay. Because yeah. I've got, I, I'm a big shooter guy. Uh, I've played my, my fair share of shooters. I'm in all these, you know, crazy, scary horror games. It scratched sort of an itch for me that I haven't had in a while, I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, the world, I'm really enjoying it. I don't really care that there's not much of a story. I'm just enjoying trying to learn how to play it. And I think this is one of those games where you're going to learn the entire time you're playing it. That's my biggest thing with it right now at the moment. That's, I mean, I'm enjoying the combat. To me, it feels smart because you have to plan every attack. Because if not, you're not going to survive it. And I think that's the biggest thing for me. And the world looks great. And I'm, you know, I've seen people say, well, the, it doesn't look that good. I've got it on Xbox and I got it on my, on my PC. Both look great. So it just, I don't know, man. It just, it, it kind of sucked me in in the first hour. I didn't, I figured this was going to be a game I bought because I buy a lot of games and never play them more than 30 minutes. I thought this would be another one of those. But last night definitely proved me wrong. After four and a half hours into it, I was like, yeah, okay. Well, this isn't another uh, Martha's Dead. Mm. Not by a long shot. Nope. And 
I don't know. And I guess the, just the settings and everything else, too, kind of, you're not getting me this time, dude. Sorry, that phone started ringing again. But, That's um, all right. you know, it just was one of those games that just struck with me. The environment I kind of liked. I liked the characters. So it just, I don't know. And I'll keep playing it, and I'll keep torturing myself because I just, I don't know. It just, it's something different. Well, listen, you know what? You, you never know when a, gra- a game is going to grab you uh, and, and it's going to make you a fan. And obviously, here you are. You're talking about a game and you're not being a soul. You're not normally a souls guy, quote unquote. Not even close. And, and you're enjoying it. And that's what gaming's great. Like I said, I just learned something. I, I happened to, they showed a, a part where you're like in this encampment where there's a bunch of uh, bad guys and uh, those big cart things. Which I just walked right past. I didn't realize they had they held treasure chests. So now I didn't either, and I just noticed that too. <laughs> I'm gonna go back into because I'm I'm close to that area, and I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna see if I can because I took out everyone in that encampment except for the one guy with the big shield, and he just killed me, and I was like, God damn it! But anyway, listen, um, uh, Arigato Sir drops a very generous ten dollars super chat and says people need to realize that these games can be as hard as you want them to be. There's already guide uh, already guided on how to basically opt in for Elden Ring in 30 minutes. Heck, a guy with with, with one arm literally beat Dark Souls three. And as some people have the skills like that, and that that is pretty impressive. Um, but Again, you know, it's 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 a conversation that's going to continue to happen. I, I still think that uh, a story mode is something that should be at least uh, tried out. I'm not saying it should be become the norm because you know you get, but 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 let's not let's not forget. And I'm gonna, I'm I'm going to try and be as graceful with this comment as possible. A lot of souls people are effing snobs. Okay, they put their nose real high in the air, and it's like, F everyone else if you can't do it. I get it. I, that's your opinion. You're absolutely entitled to it. But it's, to me, I think when you talk about being inclusive and wanting new people to experience your games, and I say this from a monetary point of view, let's just say that this game cost $100 million to make, right? And let's just say for shits and giggles, they sell... 5 million copies. Well, 5 million copies isn't isn't going to recoup the 100 million plus dollars it costs to make the game and, and we're not even talking about the advertising for it. So, if you're okay with your with, with if the if the if the people on the board are okay coming up short because they're not making the game more inclusive, then I guess it's okay cuz they're the board. I just think that what you, when you when you paint yourself into a corner you take away the ability to attract new fans. Now, this game, because it's receiving such high praise and because it's the talk of the town, it is going to sell very well. I think it's going to break all kinds of records for a Souls-like game because the people are uh, the diehard people are going to enjoy it. New people are going to come and say, should I buy it? They're going to see their friends playing it. They're going to give it a shot. This is going to be heavily traded in if you buy physical or, or potentially even returned on, on your, your digital platform of choice, except for Sony, because Sony doesn't give refunds. Um, but look, enough of it. You've heard our opinions on it. I think everyone has been really forthcoming in giving their opinion without being too finger pointy. Uh, we only have about 20 minutes left of the show. What I would like to do is dedicate this 
to the information that uh, Jeffy Grub Grub, friend of this program, and someone that uh, is going to be a guest on my new live program, uh, X-Vlog Live. That's something that I launched this Thursday. If you missed it, I had Jez Corden of Windows Central on. We sat down for about 75 minutes, and we talked about everything from Street Fighter VI being exclusive to PlayStation to where are Microsoft's release dates for their first party. Uh, it's on video demand if you want to check that out. Next week, I have Randall Thor 19 joining me. The week after that, Miles Dompierre is going to be joining us. The week after that, it's King David. And that following week is going to be Jeff Grubb. So it have the next four weeks of guests are all prominent people. Uh, that is a new show, X-Vlog Live, uh, one-on-ones with me and some of the industry and community's absolute finest. That's Thursdays at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, if you missed yesterday's show, definitely go check that out. But Jeff Grubb. Speak of the devil, he dropped a monster bomb yesterday that one of the Fallout games that has is a cult classic, loved by many, uh, in Fallout New Vegas, is apparently getting a sequel in the form of Obsidian, who made the original one. Uh, depending on who you ask, some people consider that to be the creme de la creme. Others say it's Fallout 3. For me... As much as I enjoyed Fallout 3, New Vegas was incredible. And the fact that we're going to get a sequel by its original developer with all the money in the world to make this the greatest sequel of sequels has me very excited. And I'll run quickly through the panel. We'll start first with Fuzzy Belvedere. Fuzzy, when you heard uh, Jeff Grubb drop this, who, again, who is a very trusted source, mm -hmm. what are your thoughts on the revival of Fallout <coughs> New Vegas? <laughs> I, you know, it was funny. It was kind of like one of those dream scenarios when once they acquired Bethesda, it was kind of like a few of us were talking in the background, like, you know, what would be awesome is if they actually, you know, work together now that they're both under the same family, you know, kind of revive that and, and, you know, work together on bringing a like new, uh, new Vegas two type of deal. Um, I'm, I'm happy to hear that even though it's early talks, I'm happy to hear Although, given how oof, obsidian, how busy they're going to be, because I think they have something like seven games for the next seven years or something. Yeah, they're, they're very busy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping this is included in that because I don't want them, you know, too overwhelmed. Because I want uh, uh, what do you call them? Uh, Outer Worlds two to be as awesome as the first one, if not better, type of deal. But uh, man, it's it's great that they're, you know, going after kind of like. I wouldn't really say it's fan service, but it's almost like things that people would love to see. Almost like if you could have like a, uh, uh, at some point, kind of like I, I think you've mentioned in the past, like a, a Doom uh, Halo crossover or something yeah. like that mm -hmm. type of deal. But Obsidian and, and Bethesda working together, working on a New Vegas 2. Um, I'm all for it. I, Hell I yeah, do. dude. So I'm so glad that, you know, it's even even an actual thing in the existence type of deal. So I can't wait to hear more about it. And maybe that's something that we'll hear more about, you know, maybe not this E3 ish time, but right. E3 ish time next year, like next summer or something. Hopefully, Look, I'll take the fact that, like you said, it's a conversation that's being had. Uh, is, how, how much in pre-production is this? Well, he said it's very early and he said, I quote, it's years out, which means that, you know, you could imagine that it's probably three or four years out, but you know something, that's the beauty of Xbox Game Studios right now. They literally have so many games in development 
that we're going to be looking in this hand and it's going to have a plentiful and you're going to look on the other hand and say, my God, I could wait for game X, Y, and Z because A, B, and C, my God, mm -hmm. they're incredible. And I think that is what Microsoft, where Microsoft wanted to be. And that is where they currently are. Crispy, uh, I don't know how big of a fan of Fallout you are, but Fallout New Vegas reigns supreme in most conversations. Is that something that you're excited to hear could potentially come back in a sequel and that it's Obsidian that's actually doing it? Uh, huge New Vegas fan. Huge. Um, I, oh, my God. That, that game was something else. You, you literally, I played the, played the game completely neutral the whole time, which was absolutely super difficult i had yes. to i had to go through every side quest and then you know I, I ended up killing caesar and i massacred them using house's bots after i killed house like oh dude like God. it was yeah so you you can there's there's house has a a like an army of bots that's uh buried right near caesar's encampment and you can you can actually um befriend caesar's legion but then he, he asked you to do something, and this is where the, they allow you to roam around the encampment. And then you go and you find the spot, and you go, and, and because I already killed House, the bots were mine. So then I unlocked them, and they just just ran through. It was it was one of the most entertaining things because after what he did to the one of the towns, I can't remember which one. It, it was like it was like yeah, you need to all die, bro. Like that's yeah. mm -hmm. you know. So it was it was just something that was just so fun and. Um, I would like to see a new Vegas remaster. I think on the Well, on the you know what? It's funny you say that because in the same conversation he said that Microsoft and we're going to talk about we're going to get really into detail this Tuesday on the new episode of the Xbox Factor podcast because he said something that really got me excited because I know a lot of people are like our oh, remasters who cares uh right here I care I care to go back to some of these old games done and he mentioned um that Microsoft is 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 um, heavily considering bringing back um, uh, gears in a Master Chief collection. You and I have talked about that exclusively before, but he also said that they're looking to do that for Fallout as well as have like a remastered collection of of the Fallout series. That being one of them, and I think that if you can get a team to do a remaster while another team is creating the world to, you know, obviously it came out many, many, many years ago. A lot of people aren't going to remember what happened. I would play through uh, Fallout New Vegas in, in a remaster in a, in a microsecond. Yeah. And um, I, I'm, I'm sticking with it. Fallout NCR. Uh, that would be New Vegas too. Yes. Um, the, the story, the story is set up to go to California. Yep. Actually they set the story up to, to have a sequel and and actually, a lot of people don't remember Obsidian and Bethesda had a had a big uh, tiff, as we like to call it. Uh, they, they weren't happy with each other at, at a certain point. So I'm glad that the talks are going on. Um, really, you could set up Fallout Five really awesome, like somewhere in in the Midwest or or in the center of the country, because you you would establish the West Coast and the East Coast, and even if it's like an epic battle in the middle, like you know something you could really like go crazy with with this whole story and and how it goes about and i mean honestly because new vegas was so good so well done especially to story wise and and the dialogues and and how you could play the game i mean it really you have to have obsidian continue at least that part of it 
and then you could you maybe the collaboration for Fallout Five. You never know, but I mean, it's just exciting and exciting to hear remasters because these games do deserve a, a fresh coat of paint. You could have more AI in the world. You could have more intricate detail. You know, I mean, New Vegas when when we played it was just amazing. But you go back and try to play that now, and you're like, yeah, it's a little muddy yeah, here. It's not, it's and there's so and, and you go into New Vegas, the actual you know city, and you're like, oh, there's nobody here. <laughs> and and this was actually a limitation they had because of how big the world was that they had to you know take assets and put them in certain areas. So I mean, with the power of these consoles now, it, it's it's limitless at this point. Yeah, no, absolutely, 100%. And, and, and like you, I, I would happily run through it again without even thinking twice. Dreadpool, let's get your opinion on it, brother. What are your thoughts on the return of Obsidian to do Fallout New Vegas 2? I think it would be kind of cool. I mean, um, as Fuzzy said before, you know, we had those uh, little thoughts, you know, like, oh, wow, wouldn't it be cool if, you know, wouldn't it be awesome if. Mm-hmm. And it looks like it, there's the if is a possibility now, yeah. right? So, I mean, being the guys that first developed it, came up with the idea, then made what arguably is probably the best game of the series yep. as as a uh, spinoff slash uh, you know outside studio, and now they're back to the you know to the game that they love with the guys that took over and made it better and, and, you know, and so forth. And now, you know, the collaboration is there. It's, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be very well hyped. How's that? (laughs) Cause I, I I just see it. People are just going to just hype all over this. If this is true, if this is going to happen, the the excitement is going to be unbearable. You know, yep. for for a lot of other people that don't get into these games, but holy cow, can you imagine? Ah, uh, you know what I, I mean. Just just to see where they take it now, because now it's just not one studio's vision; it's a combined vision of yep. two studios, and with with the support with Xbox's money slash Microsoft backing them to do more than just the bare minimum to get it going to, to, is this good enough? Is this, no, is this great enough? You know what I mean? They're, they're, it's, it's, uh, it's very exciting. And that's, yeah. the, and I think, I think what you're, what, what you're talking about is, uh, <clears throat> what we can expect from Xbox game studios because they have so many actual development houses under one umbrella that not only are they going to be helping each other be better and bring these AAA level games that we see come from Sony, but there's going to be so many of them, and they're going to be bringing back so many of our favorite IPs. I mean, just I mean, just once the Activision, um, you know, uh, Blizzard deal gets done, and it's going to get done by year's end, at least in my opinion. Um, it is it is um, hard to uh, imagine that we could see a revival of something like Pitfall take on a you know become you know be a modern pitfall maybe like an uncharted maybe like a, a tomb raider that, that, that to think about that is just bonkers and it's exciting um but crazy little game let's get your opinion on this brother uh, what are your thoughts on new vegas 2 coming out you know i have never played vegas new vegas oh dude you should oh, definitely play it brother here you yeah, play it, play the enhanced version that they have available for the Series X. It is it's the best Ooh. in the series. Again, that's my opinion. Because I played Fallout Four, is it way better than Fallout Four? It takes a dump on Fallout Four, honestly. All right. 
I'm gonna try it. Yes, yeah. I'm gonna try it. <laughs> it's it's it so time. it's so good that I would I, I put I put about 340 hours into Fallout uh, uh, Fallout Three, which was one of my favorites. And Vegas mm-hmm. came out, and I I put even more into that. I, I absolutely loved Fallout New Vegas. The choice. It's such a big world. It's it's Las Vegas. It, it's just the NPCs are just amazing. It is it, again. If you enjoyed four, and you, uh, you you are going to absolutely fall in love with Fallout New Vegas. Oh man, that's why I'm I just... said arguably the uh, the best version of the series. Yep, hundred percent. I would absolutely agree with that. I would have the hashtag Boomstick approved on that opinion. Uh, but yeah, Crazy Lou, um, listen, that, we're going to get to you in a second on your outro, but uh, Wilmy Hood, you're there, brother. He might have had to step away for a call. Oh, no, I'm here. Okay, I'm- so hey, Wilmy, listen, what are your thoughts on the information from Jeffy Grub Grub, uh, where he dropped uh, not only the Spartacus information, but he also talked about Microsoft bringing back Obsidian to do Fallout New Vegas 2. Uh, it's great for the people that like it. I'm kind of like Crazy Lou. I never played it. It just mm. some of those games, man. I played a couple of the originals, and it just they kind of bored me after a while. Okay, I mean that's fair. It just, I mean, I know my son loved the game. I don't know how many hours he put into it years ago, but yeah, it's just not my type of thing. But I'm happy for everybody that's looking forward to it there. Yeah, I mean, I, what, what could you say? That's that's. I mean, well, well said as always, Wilmy. So let's get everyone out of here, folks. Uh, I want to thank the uh, 350 plus people that tuned in for today's breakfast with Boom. Hopefully, you enjoyed the commentary that we all had. Obviously, it's just opinions. Uh, don't take it to heart. Uh, Dreadpool had to ban some guy because he was kind of being a bee of a d bag. Don't don't be a d bag if you have different opinions. It's okay to have different yes, opinions. the world revolves around different opinions. Could you imagine how boring life would be if everybody thought the same thing? That is Agreed. absolutely, yeah, absolutely yeah, correct and, and in saying don't so. Be, don't be that snooty, I'm better than you because of this, uh, this uh, game is better than this because of that. Don't be that type of, yeah. I do that I, anyway. I, I, well, that's different. But, but that's the way that it was so condescending. He didn't even get a warning. So, yeah, and that's fine. I'm not that's, apologizing. Yeah, no, no, you don't have to. Uh, if you're an a hole, you get bounced, you get banned. Uh, and obviously, this is not the place for you. This is a place to come and hang out, enjoy yourself, have fun, talk with other gamers, have different opinions, and don't feel bad about having those different opinions. But let's get to the outros and we'll start first with our two guests. Uh, Wilmy Hood, thanks, brother, for being here. It's, we got, we got to get you back on here sooner than later. Glad that you're doing better. Please tell everyone that where they could reach out to you on social media and what you got going on on your YouTube channel. Oh God, we've uh, <laughs> I learned yesterday. I actually enjoyed streaming a game. I don't stream very often, but we had a lot of fun with Martha's Dead, even though it was such a terrible game. And I do mean terrible. If you've not, I'm, but then again, it's all in you know up to the person. It just wasn't my type of game. Uh, you can find me every Wednesday night at eight o'clock Eastern on Gaming Beyond the Box on YouTube. Believe it or not, we're almost 20,000 subscribers strong. I don't know wow, when that happened. Um, wow. Congrats. I do man. actually want to take a second. I want to thank the entire community. It's really easy when you're a podcaster to become jaded. Uh, it really, truly is. And Absolutely. I know a lot of people in the chat don't realize it. A lot of us actually talk to each other behind the scenes. Like Boom and I, we call each other on the phone. On a regular. You know, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. we talk to each other a lot behind the scenes. It gets really easy. To just consider the entire community as toxic. 
And I think actually Boom and I have had the same message a lot of times to each other. A lot of the gaming community is just crazy and needs you know, therapy. Um, but, you know, our community did prove something to me this week. I've had over 15,000 people reach out to me about the incidents that happened last week to check out, you know, check on me. Mm-hmm. You know, a guy they've never met, they've only seen on a webcam or they've heard on podcast. Uh, that was very humbling. And I do want to thank everybody for doing that. Uh, not only did you blow me away, so was my wife. She received countless messages all week long. Even my two daughters on Twitter wow. were getting messages all week. We had countless messages through YouTube. And I never really considered myself a podcaster as much or a content creator. I consider Boom a creator because I don't know how the hell he does all these shows every week and <laughs> puts this kind of time into it. You know, we just get on podcasts and we show up on a webcam. We talk a lot of trash, talk about games. And that's it for the week. But uh, I was very humbled this week by everybody, you know, reaching out. And I want to thank everybody that was involved. And I am back. And, you know, you can catch me every Wednesday night. You can find me on YouTube, Twitter. Uh, sadly, Facebook, even though, you know, me and Zuckerberg, we're never going to see eye to eye. I'm still on there, too, sadly, for some reason. <laughs> and now you can find me playing Elden Ring, which I never thought was going to happen in a million years. I really didn't. So you can actually, uh, if you want to join in the party, join in if you're a friend of mine online, because you can find me on Xbox, PlayStation, and Steam as Wilmy Hood, exactly like you see it on the screen. And we can scream and yell at Elden Ring together for a little while. Nice. But nice. other than that, that's it. Nice. Well, listen, great to have you on the show. Glad that you're feeling better. And obviously, you know, you are obviously loved in this community and for good reason. Uh, you are a good dude and you tell it like it is. And you know what? We, we absolutely love that about you. Thank you for being here, brother. As always, Crazy Lou Gaming. You got a few things going on. You got, obviously, Xbox International. Yes. Um, obviously, you're going to be getting down with uh, some Elden Ring soon enough. Tell everyone where they can reach out to you on social media, but more importantly, check you out on some of the shows well, you are a part of. Well, on Tuesdays, I'm with Sour Blow Gaming. My brother, Sour Blow, and me talking mm-hmm. in a Spanish podcast to get to reach the Spanish community. We talk news and stuff like that, which is called Gaming Lobby. It's at 7 p.m. EST, and on Wednesdays is where I am at the big show, which is called Xbox International, where me, Sour Blow, Silence, Silent Cypher, and Mr. Joanna Dark talk about news and stuff, but that's the English channel. We're there at 7 p.m. EST over there, Crazy Louie Gaming. That's my channel. And also on Twitter, where I dance, where I do jumping jacks where I do all, all sorts of crazy stuff on my on my Twitter on my Twitter thing. It's at Crazy Louie Gaming. So guys, catch me over there. Uh, thanks for being here, brother. Jump, glad you jumped in to give us your opinion on things. And of course, uh, yes, definitely follow him and check him out on his two podcasts. Fuzzy Belvedere, brother, you got a lot going on yourself. Tell everyone where they can reach out to you on social media. Tell them about your YouTube channel that is heavily driving focus, but also uh, uh, one worthy of a sub. And where can people find you on other shows? Well, well thank you, Boom, for having me on. I want to thank Crazy Louie and Wilmy Hood for joining us today. I want to thank Crispy yeah. Bomb and Dreadpool for being here as well. And thank you, Boom, as well. I want to thank the chat for, you know, keeping it, you know, gaming for the most part and everything. And, man, just great time to be a gamer. Um, just love this hobby. And for anybody that wants to hear my ramblings on anything Forza-related uh, or, you know, just gaming in general, 
You can follow me on Twitter at fuzzy underscore Belvedere, or you can uh, sub to my YouTube, also fuzzy underscore Belvedere on YouTube. It's mainly more replays, but some content here and there. Um, but otherwise, you can also catch me on uh, Tidbits on Mondays with Mav on uh, Fun Speculations channel. Uh, you can, uh, I believe this Wednesday, I'll be joining the uh, Gaming Beyond the Box uh, group uh, with Wilmy Hood. And on Friday, no, not Friday, yeah, Friday mornings, you can always catch me here on Breakfast with Boom and on Saturdays on FSP with Mav and Just Key. And on uh, later that evening on the uh, Shop Podcast with PTK Blam and Pong Soul. Nice. Once again, thank you everyone for coming out today. Uh, thank well, you for being a I just followed you, sir. I just found you on Twitter. I don't know how I missed you all this time. <laughs> <laughs> wow. If you Thanks follow me back, be prepared. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. For what? Yeah, I know. Don't spoil the guys. Follow him and be prepared. That's all I'm going to say. You're gonna uh, like it. You got to um, be prepared for me, too. I mean, I do crazy yeah, cra- stuff. Crazy Lou oh, meets Wilmy yeah, Hood. Yeah, it's like yeah. Jason <laughs> versus Freddy. I think <laughs> Um, but yeah, real quick, crispy bomb. Let's get you on out of here, brother. Tell everyone where they could check you out, where other you could find you on other podcasts, and where can people ch- uh, strike up a conversation on social media? Always a pleasure, gentlemen. Wilmy, good to have you back, brother. At Crispy Bomb on Twitter, Crispy Palm 28 Xbox Live. We got Monday, 5 p.m. We're doing a 1v1 fight night with uh, K Mega 4. Uh, check out his channel. Uh, I'm sure he'll be announcing it. I don't know how he's going to brand it yet. It's a brand new thing he's going to try to do. We're going to do like 20 matches of Mortal Kombat 11, and then we'll get the community in after uh, we, we have our, our battle to the death. Oh, you're, doing this K, you're doing this K Mega? Yeah, yeah, it's gonna oh, be. Oh, I that. gotta, I gotta, I gotta watch this. Yeah, he's probably gonna smoke me, but I do have. Oh, like he, he's over... totally gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna whip your ass, dude. Sorry. Yeah, I beat him. I beat him several <laughs> times. Um, and I also have like fifteen hundred matches under my belt on that game. So, uh, nice. yeah, it, 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 it's I'm, gonna I'm, be fun. I'll put my, I'll put my money on K on this. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I think a lot of people will, but I, I'm the underdog. That's all right. And then uh, Tuesday night, seven p.m. Retro Renegades. Thursday, 8 p.m. prime time. The next podcast, course, back here. Breakfast of Boom, Friday, 10 a.m. Thank you, brother. Definitely appreciate that. And Dreadpool, last and no way least, brother. Tell everyone about breaking bread with Dread and where can people reach out to you on social media? Yes. Uh, <clears throat> thank you, everybody. Everybody in the chat, except for that one dude. Um, but yeah, everybody in the chat, you guys are great. Um, yep. The panel, okay, our guests, obviously, yep. you know, Wilmy's going to get all his credit for being Wilmy. And not letting anything stop him from kicking it in its ass and still be coming back and coming strong. So, also, Lou, it's great talking with you again. So, anyway, back to Breaking Bread with Dread. And as I mentioned earlier at the beginning of the show, John Wayne Root Beer, um, the last Breaking Bread with Dread we did was with Italian Clowns. And we walked over and found this Fizz Pop place. Oh wow! And they had nice. all that stuff, so I, I'm still working on the the TikTok stuff to to throw that stuff out there so everybody can see all that fun crap. But anyway, just find me at linktree.com/dreadpool all letters, all caps, and it'll have all the links to everything we do. We have uh, Game Beyond the Box Wednesday nights at eight o'clock, Friday mornings here. Breakfast with Boom. And tomorrow, I don't have a time. I don't know why I don't have a time, but we have slated Gaz 
for our creator feature husk and oh, i nice, are going to be doing tomorrow nice so definitely uh check out um oh, game beyond the box for I'm all sorry, that Dred. info i forgot oh. to go ahead you forgot to... okay so anyway yeah so check all that stuff out everywhere um i have been <clears throat> excuse me i have been live streaming um and my channel is actually growing a little bit here and there and then uh, as we talked about before the um shadow blocking of subs or whatever you want to call it, shadow hiding of subs but it's uh, it's still pushing so nice you know if yeah. you want to see some 1440p 60 footage check it out nice well listen great to have you back here every friday brother and i love what you're doing in the, uh you know on your channel and folks listen i'm going to close out the show well, first of all let me say a big thank you to all the super chats that came in those continue to power the show and allow us to do the big giveaways that mrs boom and i have been doing for the last couple of years and of course in 2022 we're going to continue that trend uh i also wanted to say a big again a big thank you for the community that helped us cross 10,000 subscribers uh early last month a uh, big deal for this small channel uh, we're closing in on 3 million views, which is pretty impressive considering wow. the fact that we've only been uh, on YouTube for four years. Yeah, just a little over four years. We're closing in on 3 million views, which is bonkers. Uh, and uh, that's all thanks to you. That's all thanks to the the, the, the folks in the chat right now. Uh, and, of course, I'm going to close out the show with something that is important to me. Hopefully, it will be important to you one day. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he said, son, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules. And I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. Have a safe weekend. And we'll see you next week on the newest episode of Breakfast with Boom.